You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, yo. Hey, yo. We got a lot of things on this episode to discuss. <laughs> That's all I got. That's that? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're, ter- you're like, you've become the rapping stereotype, in every, like the black guy. The black oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I got it. 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 Movie? That's you. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Huh, do it again. Do it again. Do- introduce me again. I got it. I got it. I, I didn't want you to introduce you the first time. You no, introduced yourself. Dude, dude, it's your boy Jordan with. I just thought about I just thought of one. So set you up for it. Yeah, set me up. Set me up. It's your boy Jordan with. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> we got it. Shut up. You messing me up. <laughs> you messed yourself up. <laughs> no, I'm not. Shut up. Wait, wait. My phone just beeped. All right, do it one more time. Do it one more We did this three times. You're like this, right? So what? No, we keep, we, keep, we, keep, we keep it all this in, though. Don't edit, don't edit it out. Okay. <laughs> This is your boy Jordan with. Hey yo, hey yo. <laughs> we got a lot of things on this episode to discuss this week, but in case you don't know, I'm Black Gay Comic Geek. <laughs> I know you guys miss Jamie, but it's just the two of us again. But every week we try to get better. KO Ken times 10. Did that work? <laughs> it did, it did. Jordan's giving me this weird look. You're such a hater. But what you don't realize is you're my greatest motivator. That was uh, good. I like, like that one. But. This rap is coming to an end, so guys, don't get the blues. We about to shot you out with some iTunes reviews. Boom! <laughs> MC Chris in the house. Wiki, wiki, wiki. MC wiki, wiki, Chris. He's a hater. Another one. I'm not a hater. I'm, if anything, I'm like the parent that like knows their kid's not talented, but they want to see them do well. So like, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very talented. You're going to see me on the Grammys. The best rap album goes to... No. Yes. <laughs> but, but if you, you know, if you believe it, my baby can achieve well, it. If you believe it, they will come. All right. And I believe it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Never so another episode of Blurred Vision. Look at you. You messing up, too. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> but speaking of, I guess, the reintroduction of Black Week, I do want to talk about Black Panther again because I saw it for a second time. I know you saw it twice when we talked about it last week. Yeah, I saw it twice. Yeah, I saw it again. The plan was to see it three times, but. Didn't the plan didn't work out? I didn't feel like waking up because only because all the shows are sold out. The only ones that aren't sold out are the early ones. The, I don't like waking up early, bro. I went to an early one this uh, past week during a weekday. Early, probably I think it was the, actually the earliest screening in a uh, IMAX for the movie, and it was halfway packed. A lot of kids, but still, I guess the thing, kids. I'm like, what's this, a field trip? What the heck's going on? Probably this movie is people, crazy. People not going to work. People going two, three times, four times. Four or five times. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of repeat view. That's how you get the numbers it's got. You got all the repeat viewings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to talk about Black Panther a little bit again. But, you know, we're also going to talk about DC TV of the Week, which is just yeah, Legends. Yeah, just Legends. <laughs> <laughs> all the DC TV of CW this week. Just, just Legends. Did we like it? 
the answer may surprise you. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Oh, uh-huh. okay. We're, we might be in the same boat then. On a few minutes past of blurred vision. We're, we're too in sync. You realize that, right? That's actually a complaint now. People are like, you guys agree too much now. Every little thing I do. No, I need another one. I did that last week. Uh... What are you doing? <laughs> is, bye, bye, this? bye, bye, bye. Don't want to be a fool for you. Just another player in your game or two. Yeah, 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 buddy. Ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye. It's been too long. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he didn't even try. I don't remember the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. We also watched Annihilation. We're going to talk about that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman. The horror movie? With a question mark? Is that is that what we're going to call it? I don't think it was a horror movie. The trailer I watched made me feel like it was a horror movie. I thought I was going to yeah, John Carpenter's The Thing. I mean, it definitely made it the sound. They, they, the trailer advertised it like it was a, like a monster in the woods, but that's not what it I'm ended tired. up. I'm tired. That's not what it ended up being. I'm tired of these <laughs> damn trailers, Michael, telling me things that aren't true about these movies, <laughs> making me think it's going to be something it's not. <laughs> tired. The aggravation is too damn high. <laughs> but we've also got... Uh, Oh, something big, man. The iTunes raffle co-host giveaway. Mm-hmm. Day's day. We are at 181 reviews. Woohoo. Yeah, That's close pat- to 200. Yeah, we 100 just for last year. Yeah, seriously. We are up there, but uh, I got some reviews to read, and then we're going to announce the winner. I've got all the names here. We're up there because you care. That's a mini rap. I know it was. Just... <laughs> Anyway, it's all in this little raffle box. I got it's a little automated digital thing I found online. It's a little app. I post results on Monday too, but uh, we'll announce the winner here right after the iTunes reviews. Um, is there anything else? No super this week, but we do have Batman the Animated Series. We got to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, not the animated, not the animated series. Gotham the animated Gaslight. movie, Batman Gotham Gaslight. That's what's called, right? Gotham Gaslight. Gotham got got. Gotham, Gaslight by Gotham, something. Gaslight like. by Gotham. Whatever. Gotham by Gaslight. Batman versus Jack the Ripper. Something. That's what they should have <laughs> called it. I don't know why they didn't lead with that. Batman versus Jack the Ripper. Come yeah. On. <laughs> Stupid. Hire me, DC. I could be your fucking promotion company. Um, but yeah, let's get before we get into all that though. Let's get into it's my year anniversary. Woo! This is your one year. Not today, but the twenty the twentieth was one of my episode I first recorded. John Wick. So wow. it's the twenty fifth. Oh, yeah, actually, before we get into iTunes reviews, maybe we should talk about the fact that Jamie's uh, moving to Korea. We've got news that she made a, a huge announcement on Instagram this past weekend, if you guys haven't seen. But, yeah, she's going to Korea, man. She's got a job opportunity, so uh, yeah, I don't she's think we're going to She's moving on Monday, so. That's recording on Sunday, so that's tomorrow. So tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, so there's not going to be any time for us to have, like, a final podcast or anything. But we wish her well in all her endeavors. Fly safe. Yeah, man. Is that, like, a thing... Our, our, the Blur Vision podcast, like you, it elevates you to you go somewhere amazing after you leave the podcast. <laughs> I wonder where I'm gonna go. <laughs> Are you implying you're leaving? No, you're here forever. <laughs> you don't get to go. You don't get to ascend. You're shackled. Uh, uh, shackled here with me forever. Okay. <laughs> this Is that how that works? It's like Rick and Morty. <laughs> Nine more years, of Morty. <laughs> no, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm uh, gonna be on the slave boat. Yeah, but speaking bury of, me with my ancestors. No, bury me in the ocean. Well, my ancestors. Man, you took it dark, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be light and funny. But speaking of Rick and Morty, uh, we got fan art this past weekend. We oh, did. Oh, I love was, it. We got uh, fan art between the both of us. Somebody drew us as like Rick and Morty characters. Yeah. And then somebody else sent me a fan art of me being a superhero. What? Oh, so you think you're better than me? 
I am. As you got, think. I got two this week. <laughs> He's like, I got to one up him somehow. <laughs> yeah. We got dope um, Rick and Morty fan art from this guy named Lee underscore Wasso. J-U-A-S-O. Lee like Bruce Lee. Lee underscore Wasso. So yeah, thanks for the fan art. Can you believe that? Like, remember that, that episode? I was like, yeah, if somebody made this like Rick and Morty fan art, maybe if you were like Rick and I was Morty. He literally made that. It's like the dopest thing ever. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah. love that. Nine more years, Morty. <laughs> Nine more years. That's Szechuan sauce. But yeah, let's get into iTunes reviews and get into this uh, raffle winner. Let's see who's going to be our next co-host. Um, oh, and one more thing about speaking of co-hosts. At the end of the Blur Vision. One, the- I'm like, is this the way the podcast goes? One year later, we're back to square one. <laughs> yeah, there's no advancement. You know, <laughs> it's not like an upward trajectory Blur Vision. It's more like, you know, in a Mega Man game where every game you have to start all over again. <laughs> you lose all of your armor or weapons. You have to start from square one. Hey, yo. That's where hey, the Vision. Hey, yo. On February 20th, I celebrated a year. Now we're back to square one. He's straight and I'm queer. What are you doing? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> I hate her. As we talk about Black Panther, uh, I also spoke to uh, past co-hosts, um, uh, Glenn and Joe. Glenn and Joe, yeah. Yeah. So I, was home ma- I was home making tacos. That sounds like a joke, but it's not. It's true. <laughs> no, it's, it is. It's yeah, true. But I know. It just sounds it, funny. It, 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 rhymed with, it little, rhymed a little bit with Joe. Yeah. Joe Tacos. Anyway, let's get these iTunes reviews. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right, first review comes from our buddy at Uncanny Comic Quest, Chris. It's a five star review, and the subject is Black Panther sucked. Knew that get your attention. Joking. I'm gonna kill him. Okay, well he was joking. He, he, he I know, but that. I still I'm still gonna kill him. Yeah. Every black person was like getting the pitchforks. <laughs> uh, it was a good movie. Love the podcast still. I want to co-host. <laughs> I used to put it on Front Street. I see a conspiracy where white people never get picked for it. <laughs> wow. I mean, technically. Hey, Stan Lee. Yeah, was, Stan Lee won, but yeah. he, didn't want, he didn't want it. He passed it down. Yeah. Chris wouldn't do that. He'd be like, no, no this is mine. <laughs> this is my baton. It's like uh, that episode of uh, Looney Tunes where they found a treasure. And Bugs Bunny and them, they came came up from the hole, and and Daffy Duck is like, it's mine. You tell me it's mine. It's all mine. 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 <laughs> That's Chris right there. Oh my god, it'd be hilarious if Chris wins and the person underneath him is black, and he's like, no, <laughs> I'm not giving this up. <laughs> Sorry, I won. Yeah. <laughs> There's no affirmative action here. <laughs> Love you, Chris. Uh, uh, he goes on to say, I'm chose. Seriously though, I'm chose. What? I don't know what that means. I'm chose. He made a fingers crossing thing. Like I'm missing. He's like, I hope I'm chosen. Hope I get chose. Keep up the awesome work, guys. All right, thanks, Chris. The type of what the end was a little confusing, but thank you. <laughs> um, next review comes from guy underscore us is guy is phonetically. Remember him? Mm-hmm. It's a five star review. Subject is what are those? Also, we are vegetarians, another white boy that needs fixing. Don't scare me, colonizer, and space Bugatti. Those are all awesome quotes from Black Panther. <laughs> I agree. Uh, lol, I need to stop procrastinating because I'm sure I just missed being on the Black Panther episode. I'm about to email an essay of a retroactive podcast overall review, so please check the Blur Vision email, Jordan. I tried and failed the review back on episode 65 because I submitted two reviews, and the first one was a race and whatever way back. 
back when Jamie was a co-host, Sob. And I copied and pasted that review as recommended by Michael in episode 65 to a Google Keep note for safekeeping. So I'm going to retroactively send what I said back then now. Also, shout out to Michael for responding on SoundCloud. You're the MVP for that, Michael. That's, that's me to you. You're welcome. Yeah, because um, Jordan's trash. Yeah, you're way better than I am. Uh, my hundreds of DMs. Yeah, some <laughs> I really just comment throughout vids as a, as if y'all were in the same place as me, so I didn't expect answers. Here, I'll leave my Black Panther review because it's much shorter, and Jesus, this is long. Man, and we've got emails. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to get through this. Rapid fire, you got to speak like the Flash, like yeah. they had to speak. <laughs> <talk. laughs> uh, Michael B. Jordan was equally amazing as Killmonger, as a Gaian... Uh, who grew up in the States practically my whole life. I can't even get mad at Killmonger. Too many of his points bring true. I understand him and his mentality could have been my own if all my odds stacked against me in some weird alternate universe. And those words of T'Challa while they overlooked the city sucker punch me. Agreed. Denai Guerrero killed it as Okoye and the rest of the Dora Milaje followed suit. Just one of the Dora Milaje confronted Black Widow with move or you would be moved. Back in Civil War was just the tip of the Milaje iceberg. Yeah, she didn't want that sauce. Luke Peter Nyongo's Nakia, uh, I Need More. Letitia writes, Shuri stole just about every scene she was in. Hell yeah. All that tech buyer. Beautiful. The suit print. Man, I didn't even know iTunes could allow this much. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. The suit prank, which reminded me of Iron Man 3 when Tony tried on the module armor, but funnier and shade thrown too. Comedy gold, or rather vibranium. Uh, haha, that's funny actually. Martin Freeman's Agent Ross really pulled through. Uh, the interactions with him made his character so funny. Winston Duke Mbaku, I did not expect that line with Agent Ross. Ha, true. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, Wakabi, fuck that guy, get out. <laughs> T'Challa did have one job, though, so I see where he was coming from with his sighting. No, no, not at all. A Black Panther prequel about T'Chaka's Wakanda and how Claw actually got in Wakanda and all that is in order. I want to see Wakabi's pops. Okoye really did that to him. Andy Serkis, Jesus, get tired. Andy Serkis is closed and real savage, lol. Truly the villain that only cared about his money. I'm so glad Black Panther was able to convey cultures of Africa so beautifully with the melting pot that is Wakanda. Stunning visuals and music, and I especially love the dancing on the boats at the waterfall. It was authentic. Trust me, the music is memorable, and Kendrick Lamar put aside my initial doubts for the movie because he was, <laughs> he way his tracks were used melded well with the scenes. That and Ludwig Gorasin's score is amazing to match. Jesus, man, you need a website. He kicked the past into Wakanda law. So will Trav be Ryan? Uh, I peeped Twitter blow up Lupita and Lutetia's covering his song. Yes, it was amazing. Uh, you, did you see that? I did. That's fucking amazing. I watched it more uh, than once. Uh, he deserves to be on the next BP soundtrack. He does. I told him that. Uh, I'm so happy this movie stands as Marvel, pun I mean, intended. It's not up to him, though. To, no, it's not. To how representation should be done in Hollywood. <sighs> <sighs> Breathe. <sighs> <sighs> oh, what is his name? <laughs> need a cigarette. <laughs> Gaius, bro. <sighs> I agree with all your points, but man, you you pushing the limit. <laughs> but yes, all good points and very articulate. Um, that was a good review, but Jesus Christ, you didn't really review us as much as Jesus was like, I was talking about Black Panther. Fuck yeah, Black Vision. Like, he, yeah, he, needs to, he apparently needs to be a guest. <laughs> Word, Jesus. He was like, if I don't win, I'm making sure I get my words in. <laughs> How long was it? Like ten minutes? <laughs> or like two at least. All right. Next review comes from Snooze Machine. It's a five-star review. Let's try this again. I've done this like five times now. Hopefully this week it posts. <sighs> yeah, iTunes It's been sucks. a running theme. Yeah, the app, the app is terrible. 
Love the podcast. Definitely do not agree with y'all. Ninety nine point nine percent of the go time. Again. Now. I'm, sa- I'm telling you, we need to get that on the shirt. This is ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So just point one percent. That means if I say the sky is blue twice in a row, he You're might wrong. be like, yeah, "You're wrong." wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. Fake news. <laughs> Damn, son. Um. Love the podcast. I'm like, why do you listen to us? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, you just want to rage out? <laughs> I guess we're funny. We're just hilarious. The way we say things is funny. Um, like, fuck those guys. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, man. They funny, but pff, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> um, definitely do not agree with y'all. 99.9% of the time. Y'all definitely need a third voice on the show. You two are starting to get in sync too much. See what so I'm saying? People are saying we're too in sync, which is like, it's crazy. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean we are too much of the same wavelength like we just have too much of the same opinions or does it mean like we're intolerant to third people like people that don't agree with us as opinion no right we disagree on things yeah we disagree on things just not lately yeah but bring up the last jedi <laughs> well you're wrong about that no you're wrong <laughs> fuck you or no we and we argued last week about rocky I don't think we argue, but we don't. We haven't had like a big argument slash debate since Jamie left. I think Jamie was like the 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 catalyst for those fights. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um. Let's see. But I mean, even for the most part, you listen to most like uh, YouTube shows or anything like that. They don't really, for the most part, they agree with each other. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. He 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 needs all sides of an argument, and sometimes if we agree, that means we're not. Like, we don't have a third person being like, actually, but, I, I mean, that's great for the listener, but for the, the for us in the conversation, it's like, when you love something, and it's like, let's talk about how much we love it, and the third person's like, mm, actually, it's like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> let's see. Jordan, you are trash. Aw. Uh. <laughs> Yay. You, you cry at everything. I yes. don't know how you compare Greatest Showman to Black Panther. It's not I even agree. the same thing. It's not the same thing. I didn't say it was the but same thing. But you still compared it. I compared you it. You brought one, them in the same sentence. I think everything can be compared on some metric. No. Unacceptable. Okay. How? I'm the same outlier. I can't be this. I can't have the a metric based on me if I'm the same outlier in both. No. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Subjectivity, subjectivity's not a thing. I'm dumb. It's, it's not. not. Not when it comes to those two things. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Uh, Michael, you can watch all Rocky movies, and that's your order. And he does a face palm, so I don't think he agrees with you. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I think it's phrase weird, but Michael, you can watch all Rocky movies, and that's your order. That's how he says it. But there's a face palm at the end. Like he's a, you know, the, the emoji where he's putting oh. the the hand on the face okay so he agrees with me there i guess whatever fuck him <laughs> you're wrong though i'm not based on the internet i put up a poll on my instagram well, account fuck the internet it's like we, three thousand people agree we, with me we already showed you already talked about how the internet's trash it is trash that's two so, people agree you with you it was like 35 percent to 65 i'm like it shouldn't even be that close well that's 35 percent of my people <laughs> it's all white people <laughs> you're on the wrong side of this no, whatever fuck you <laughs> Uh, was that racist ah, whatever uh, next review comes from that guy Keandre 5-7 review the subject is perfect vision what's up guys fellow blurred Keandre perfect vision but I don't agree with anything you guys say <laughs> <laughs> right uh, what's up guys fellow blurred Keandre first off rest in peace the homie Neko thanks man I want to apologize for this lengthy review oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's like I got like manhandled and now like the next person's like you ready for round two I'm like no please uh, 
Let me see. Oh, uh, wow. His his lengthy is not nowhere near Gaius's. Oh, okay. This is okay. I can handle this. Uh, but I love the podcast, even though the sad departure of Jamie. I'm pretty sure I spelled that wrong. Sorry. It's like a like someone died. Like in the same breath that he says, "I'm sorry, Neko." It's also, "I'm sorry, I'm Jamie." Sorry for Jamie. Yeah. Jeez. Like, <laughs> sorry for your loss, guys. People love Jamie. <laughs> I mean, they do. They people have been hitting her up. Yeah. Saying saying that they only listen for the anime section now. <laughs> so it's like fuck fuck us. Fuck us, right? <laughs> uh, what's what's that SpongeBob song? Uh, a spoon is just a spoon without you. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the SpongeBob. Uh, I've never watched SpongeBob, so I couldn't get into it. I don't when I, wa- I watched one episode. And they're underwater, and somebody splashed water on them. I'm like, how the fuck are they getting wet underwater? Fuck this show. Yo, you rage off at the weirdest <laughs> shit. Okay, you know what? Anyway, no, I'm like, fuck this uh, show. Anyway, back to Keandre. <laughs> <laughs> His coverage is over. Uh, it's definitely my most anticipated podcast. Listen to during the week. Thanks, bro. I'm definitely also digging the three to five hour podcast. Definitely gets me through the work days. Although I read up on news every week, I'm also curious as to what you guys have to say in the upcoming episode. I relate to you guys, Jordan. Oh, I relate to you, Jordan. Now in my senior year, I realize I grew up my whole life being the only black kid in the classroom till freshman year. Oreos forever. <laughs> I would also highly recommend uh, Invincible. It's in the, oh, this is yeah, Invincible is the thing I didn't know what it was. Um, it's an amazingly well-written story with great characters. It takes the superhero genre and flips it on its head in a good way. I've heard that. I just confused it with um, Irredeemable and Incorruptible. I think those are the two books I was talking about. Yes. Yeah. Because you're slow. Starts with I, and also superheroes. I got confused. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. That's your excuse? Yeah, that's my excuse. <laughs> that's better than your shit. This is a, my mind's a trap. What did I say earlier in this episode? <laughs> like I said, it's a trap of forgetfulness. I hate you. <laughs> Uh, AKA the Spider-Man is next five star review ready player one hey everyone great podcast as per usual loved your views on Black Panther and don't forget to read those emails I did not I don't know what emails but here's a reminder <laughs> thanks man I finished your book ready player one which the upcoming movie is based on if you haven't read it before I highly recommend reading before seeing the movie I have it on audible which I haven't listened to it yet but you Michael interesting ready player one yeah I downloaded it but then I was like I don't feel like it (laughs) audible or or actual no audible okay yeah same Uh, also would you guys be announcing the winner of the guest host thingy my bobber this week yes we will yes we will that's all for this week stay nerdy my blurdy oh no it's a thing (laughs) stay nerdy nerdy, my my blurdy blurdy. (laughs) you can't say that without sounding like the biggest dork (laughs) stay nerdy my blurdy I mean we're a podcast talking about comics we're a bunch of dorks I know but (laughs) I don't know What's his name? Um, Michael B. Jordan came out talking about how he's an anime fan. All the girls were like, oh my God, it's so hot. He's an anime fan. All the girls. Me too. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. But if he was like, stay nerdy, my blurdy, they'd be like, what? Nope. I'd be like, ah, yes, daddy. Stay blurdy. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't address the B in Michael B. Jordan anymore. Okay. Well, uh, he says, review question of the week. What is your guys all time favorite film? That is a loaded question. All time, all favorite. time favorite film. All time, favorite. I would have to think about that. Put that on. Okay, how, how about let's change the let's change the metric. Let's let's say, what movie could you Prob- rewatch forever? Like if you only watch one movie from now until eternity. Because I'm like all time. I have a couple. Because I was gonna say Enemy of the State is up there, with Will Smith. All time favorite, huh? Wow. Uh, one of them. Not not, like that's not number one. But I'm saying that's up there. Okay. Uh. The 
autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman is up there too. Wow. With Cicely Tyson. Uh, most of them, and funny enough, they're not even comic book movies. Like most of them are just regular. Yeah, so I don't want to say mine now because all mine are like comic movies. <laughs> you're like, you're all sophisticated shit. Yeah, most of I'm mine, like, hmm. most of mine are comic book movies. I was gonna say Viva Vendetta. <laughs> you're saying these real movies. I'm like, hmm. I really like Nelly Portman's performance with uh, Hugh Hugo Weaving. <laughs> okay. I, I, but I'll, okay, I'll say Interview with the Vampires up there too, because that was that was also one of the earliest movies I've seen with vampires, and that got me into the whole okay. vampire life. Right, let's let's leave it at that, because that's that's a hard question. Yeah, I got I got to think about like number one. Yeah, because I, I like different movies for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, catch me a different day. I might be like this movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard. Uh, Stan Lee wannabe our man Stan five star review I love Shuri I am in love with Shuri she is literally my favorite character ever I can't wait to see what they do next with the beautiful genius dynamic powerful character yeah I also love her I agree I love Letitia Wright hell yeah I would all, and she raps she's so adorable yeah <laughs> uh, I would also like to ask if you've seen Transcendence and if you did did you like it I probably had more to add but I forgot already wow Transcendence <laughs> no didn't see it me either and moving on. Yep. <laughs> Uncultured swine. Uh, and our final review. I don't even review. know what that's about. I don't, I don't even think I've ever heard of it until uh, now. Me either. It sounds cool. Transcendence. This summer. Transcendence. Next week, Goku transcends <laughs> to Super Saiyan Ultra. Ultra white, white. instinct forever. <laughs> the bluest. <laughs> and he does. It's the funny part. All right. Well, our last review comes from. It's funny. The, the one before. This is the perfect, like, tee up of a review. The last review is from Stanley, and the subject was "I love Shuri," and the next review comes from Riri Ironheart. Wow, <laughs> what the hell? So she knew that she knew that message was coming. Like, what about me, motherfucker? Yeah, summoner. Uh, five star review. She says, "I am so happy I found you." I'm well, happy you found us. Yeah, it's serious. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I want you to be I the next your, Iron Man. I have your action figure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, where to begin? I started this journey following Jordan pre-podcast on Instagram before they deleted his account for being a bot eye roll. Yeah, big eye roll. Then I kept seeing him post about his podcast and it took me forever. But I finally decided to check it out on SoundCloud. Oh, awesome. Best decision ever. I myself am a fellow female blurred and I relate to so many of the things you talk about and the way you talk about them. Hey, we actually got somebody that says, I agree with so many things. Yeah, it's like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> she's the anomaly yeah uh i love y'all so much you guys are hilarious i think i finally started listening around the bvs review episode it's trash and y'all were the first people i heard to say that out loud <laughs> awesome i felt that was back when asia was on the review on the podcast mm-hmm. i felt like i was the only one i was hooked from there michael i find myself agreeing with you on a ton and i'm hey, so hey, hey. you done Hey, hey, are, you hey. done? <laughs> are you done? Are you done? Whatever. And I'm so glad hater, you're st- hater. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're still in the podcast. Jamie, I miss you so so much. I wish you were still here, especially so you could talk more about your love for Tony Stark. I love him too. Cap was a douche in Civil War. Oh my god, these Iron Man fangirls. And <laughs> <laughs> two Riri. Well, I guess actually that makes sense. She's Riri. Yes. <laughs> So she has to be Tony. A Tony yeah. Stan. Yeah. All right, all right. Touche, Riri. Touche. You get the pass. Jordan, you are amazing. You get a big pass, Riri. No, <laughs> I was, I was with you. Oh, you're a hater. <laughs> oh, there you talk about me being a hater. You're the biggest hater. <laughs> Every time I get any love, you're like ah, boo. 
You're a hater. It's my kryptonite. <laughs> love for others? No, love for you. Wow. You know, it's like a vampire getting sunlight. It's like... You <laughs> dick. Uh, Jordan, you are amazing. I'm so glad you started the podcast, and I vibe with their humor so much. Thank you. Please don't ever stop making episodes of Blurred Vision. Side note, it's Zendaya, pronounced like it's spelled. I cringe every time you guys Zendaya. That's all me. My bad. And then she says lol. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do, how do I say her name? I don't remember. I think I say Zendaya. So... I'm, I will never you've changed me Riri from this point forward I will never what? say Zendaya again and then next week <laughs> anyway Zendaya <laughs> Jordan Wall Riri who <laughs> I'm just joking that was a really sweet review thank you Riri alright and with that let's get into the iTunes co-host raffle giveaway that's not <laughs> you're terrible at this <laughs> I'm going to put the mic down because <laughs> I'm holding the tongue, mic tongue tongue no <laughs> Oh, you're terrible. I hate you. You're, you ruined it. And the winner of the iTunes Rifle Co-host giveaway, our next co-host will be... What is and that? Is that your drum roll? Yeah, it is. That's terrible. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is... Uh, Riri. Oh, shit. It's Riri. <laughs> oh, shit. It was Providence. Ironheart. And second place, D-Comic Nerds. And third place is Guy underscore. Uh, it's Gaius. The, Gaius. The guy is something epically oh, long. Yeah, that long. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's like the second time this happened. The first time was like, <laughs> like if we talk about the person, like this this fucking app just knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but yeah. So I mean, we talked about two people though. Who? Uh, we took the Gaius. Yeah, and if, now, he, if he won, and then Riri. Oh my god. <laughs> It would be like a nine-hour podcast. That's what he's saying. He's like, and just in case I don't win, I'm getting my review in. He knew. That's why he was like, yeah. I know I'll be third. The calculations have told me. I've done the math. But yeah, Riri, awesome, man. Or girl. I mean, he is African, so he might up. be from Wakanda. He said it was Guyan, right? Huh? He said it was Guyan, he, right? He's from Guyana. I think he's from Guyana. Yeah. But Riri, yeah, hit us up. Uh, get get at me at uh, the Blurred Vision at gmail.com send me an email we'll set up a time for us to get on a future podcast together awesome yeah, send him an email don't send him an instagram message hundreds of dms he'll never see it <laughs> yeah. it's nice to have a girl win finally at least you know what i'm saying uh-huh i was trying to think of a rap but i couldn't think of one <laughs> was it didn't glenn win too and he was the last person the last review we read too I feel like it was, uh, I think so. Yeah, he we're was. All psyched that it was Gary, but it wasn't Gary. Yeah, he was the last one. Maybe this thing is like biased. On like <laughs> whatever, whatever well, I put I his think, last name, I think, it comes uh, up as Stan, the first Stan the list. Stan Lee was the last one too, wasn't he? Was he? And he won. But then he didn't. I swear to God, but then he didn't. But then he, but then he didn't want it, and yeah. he went to uh, Joe. Yeah. I think Stan Lee was one of the last ones. Actually, where's Chris in this list? Wow, Chris is not even in the top fifteen. Where is he? What? I don't know. Uh, 21. 21? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Let's move on. Let's get into our topics of the week. First, I want to start with Black Panther Part 2. My king. Stop it. The Black Panther lives. 
Jesus is coming. That damn car. Watch me do my I hope you're ready, bro. Because I'm just getting started. Let's have some fun. Because this movie's killing it, dude. It is. It is like like we were talking about earlier in the podcast. Like, come on, middle of the week, early morning. This shit is like halfway filling IMAX theaters. That's crazy. Yeah, my. Aunt, I don't think it was. My a- aunt sent me a message. She was like, uh, she's trying to. She tried to see Black Panther this weekend, and she was like, it's sold out. She can't get in. And she was like, it's funny. And funny enough, in the whole theater, they're the only her her my aunt and my uncle her uh, uh, husband. They they said they were the only two black people in the theater. Really? Yeah. I think I mean our theater was predominantly black, wasn't it? Predominantly, yeah. Yeah, and the theater when I when I went to go see it um in the morning, it was it was pretty uh, I think it was like 80-20, 80% black. Um that's that's surprising. I would like to go to like an area that's like completely cuz I think I'm most like I was like in a neighborhood, so like, you know, we live in a pretty well, I remember Chris area was anyway. uh, Chris was saying usually the theater that he goes to, he never sees it was like there was so many black people going to this theater and he was caught off guard because he'd never seen that many really at the theater that he goes to. I was saying, I wanted to go somewhere yeah, like the theater that he white. goes to. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's basically what he said. Yo, if this many black people came out to vote. <laughs> he, was, he was like, I feel like a minority. I was like, it's only lasts for two hours. <laughs> for the first time, I feel uncomfortable. Is, that, is this how you feel all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, and I don't know. I feel like I've seen things like BVS more than once, so I felt like it was kind of my duty to I see. Just, Black I saw Panther BVS twice. That's that's why I'm like I need to see Black Panther like four times. Yeah, I saw BVS twice. It's like my, it's unfair. I yeah, saw Wonder Woman twice. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so it's like I gotta see Black Panther more than once. I couldn't even use my movie pass for the theater I went to go see that. Why not? Oh, because IMAX. IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, fuck. I gotta see. I got. I gotta hear it with the sound. And it did also that made a difference. Just throw out there right now. Like just just the IMAX experience because the theater we went to was the dine-in and it wasn't IMAX. Oh yeah, I agree because I saw it at IMAX the second time I saw it at IMAX and it it definitely made a difference. The sound is way more rich. Not just the sound, but uh, it was a little bit brighter. That that's the, the a, movie screen. That's a good thing at some points, but when you get to that third act fight, it looks straight up like a <laughs> PS3 game, bro. Straight up, and I, I, I'm surprised. Like, it's, it's, it's really down the middle with with fans about how they feel about the CGI. It's not like everybody feels like it's shit. Some people are just like, oh, it's fine, it's whatever. But like, if I mean, yeah, for the most part, that's super. Like, uh, that's almost par for the course for superhero movies. But I don't think so. I don't think the effects are as divided in other movies. Like Civil War didn't have this. Debate. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about like even with he- like the Iron I'm Man talking about like that just the heavy CGI in the third act. So people are probably just like, oh, it's whatever. It's like par for the course for superhero movies, so yeah. And, and but was, but, the, but I think the biggest difference is like it's just starting to get to the point where like Marvel, it's like you're fight, you're always fighting the opposite of you. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's the big, that's the big. Ant Man is fighting Yellow Jacket. Yeah, Black Panther's fighting another Black Panther. Iron Man, Iron Man fights Iron another. Man, yeah, Iron Man Monger. <laughs> it's different. You see, he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you put Gur at the end of his name, Iron Monger. Yeah, especially when you know Killmonger never wore the Black Panther suit in the comics. So 
Mm-hmm. You should just at least give just give him the heart shaped herb, but don't you don't have to put him in the soup. Yeah, that would have made at least that would have made it a little different mm-hmm. in terms of how it looked. But I wanted to do like a like a little bit of a, like a Black Panther second viewing debriefing because I, I I feel like it's kind of my duty to report back like if my experience kind of changed uh, for the better or for the worse. Um, I like I feel like the first time I went to go see it, maybe I was going in. First of all, I was having a terrible week anyway. <laughs> I, I asked Chris, like, he listened to the podcast. I'm like, did I sound sad in the podcast? He was like, no, you sound fine. But I was, I, I felt personally like I sounded really down the entire episode because I, I was going through a lot of shit with Neko and my personal life and a bunch of shit. So I was just like... I, the fact I, that you hadn't seen me all week, you were so sad. No, that's a better week when you're not. No, around. fuck you. <laughs> it's so good when you're not No, around. fuck you. But like, you know... It's the worst week ever. Like, that was probably a factor, I felt like. And maybe also because I was going in with like a really critical, like, reviewer eye with the first pass I, and also like I was coming with like the baggage of my expectations seeing it for the first time you know you have to kind of let go of that fan fiction you wrote in your head for what you felt like the movie was going to be like I thought there was going to be the T'Challa T'Challa like that shit and I still feel that way like that 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 T'Challa should have his own theme but he like even Killmonger has his own theme but there was a moment that mimicked that feeling that I noticed in the second watch through. But I'm gonna get into my feelings in a second. But yes, yeah, so I felt like there were things like I, I kind of had to let go for my second viewing to just experience it a little bit better. I think seeing it with like a different perspective, fresher eyes. Um, and I like to report back that my second viewing, I enjoyed the movie a lot more. And it's crazy to say that. And still not be able to give it a perfect vision. <laughs> but I, I actually did enjoy it more the second time I watched it. And I, there were things, emotional beats. And I spoke to um, uh, Glenn, our past co-host, about this. Um, just that like there were emotional beats that I didn't really feel as much in my first watch through. That definitely hit me my second. I didn't do like a full ball, like a full like bitch made man cry baby tears like in greatest showman but i did have like a welling of tears in one scene and i did like shed a tear uh, in another scene so there, there were moments which, that got which me to scenes time. um in my second watch through uh i choked up a little bit mr cry baby you crying <laughs> there were nuances shut up <laughs> you you should use that like how i use that i use it as a, a barometer for how emotional a scene is i can't how use many, it i don't I can cry. rate it by I tears <laughs> i don't cry so use me <laughs> as your metal detector for how emotional a scene is if i'm crying or not okay yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna do that every time i'm gonna i'm gonna stare at you yeah is he crying is he crying, is he crying? <laughs> oh he's not crying it's not emotional <laughs> um i got a little choked up because in the second viewing i i pay more attention to everyone's performances and what they were bringing to the table in terms of like their like their characters in the story, um, so I got choked up in the scene with Killmonger when he has the astral plane projection after he has the heart shaped herb and he goes in uh, to his old apartment and he sees his father, um, and we talk about this in the little conversation I have with Glenn and Joe, but it's it's that moment where um, he's a child and the father asks him. Uh, no tears for me because earlier in the movie you saw the the same scene kind of play out between T'Challa and T'Chaka and when that scene happened T'Challa saw his father and he cried but in the scene with Killmonger even as a child he wasn't crying and then as a child Killmonger tells his father like people die that's just what happens around here and then when it pans back to Killmonger first you see his father cry but when it pans back to Killmonger he's an adult again and 
that's when you could see one tear come down his cheek. That that made me well up a little bit. And then here's the thing. I'm going to get to my second thing in a second. But what I realized in my second watch through and why I think I enjoyed it more because I was letting go of my expectations and I let kind of like the emotion of the scene kind of wash over me. I was doing what I was doing for The Greatest Showman. I feel like the the singing in The Greatest Showman, and just musicals in general for me, I have a soft spot for musicals, but it disarmed me emotionally right off the bat with the imagery, the colors, and the the sing, and the joyousness of it. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it, it made me ready to accept like the emotion of a scene and reflect that scene with how it might apply it to my own life. And I, a, lot, a lot of the things that I cried at in The Greatest Showman, or I felt emotionally by, they weren't things in the story that made me emotional, it was how the themes in that moment or that song kind of applied to my own life. And that's what made me emotional. And that's why I think it was really good. So the same thing kind of happened in my second movie for Black Panther, where I applied, like, I, I grew up without a father. So I kind of, like, identify with Killmonger in some way when he was talking to his father and having a chance to see someone that he hasn't seen since, since his childhood. Um, and seeing that he is just a genuinely broken and tortured character, despite how radical he is, that shit is real. Like he, you cannot say Michael B. Jordan's not a fucking fantastic actor. I still want that four-hour cut. I do too, because I. Like, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Which but is trash. Give me an hour of deleted scenes. <laughs> give me four hours. Give me give me four hours of deleted scenes. <laughs> it's like a six-hour movie. <laughs> I don't care. I want that four-hour cut. Yeah, me too. But it, I don't know. It's just. You can't say he's not a fucking fantastic actor because like just in the nuances of some of the ways he would break during even his harder moments. Like, I mean, would, they all they all brought their air game. I, I know, but specifically for Killmonger, why I think he's such a great villain. Not charismatic like Loki, but why he's such a great villain and I think the best villain in MCU is because of those moments where you saw behind the mask he created, which was Killmonger. I think that's why I, it was also... And Glenn was deep as fuck with a lot of things he was saying about this movie. But Oh, all, you know what I just realized? What? Emails. You didn't read emails. Oh, I want to say that to the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but there are a lot of... like. There, there's a lot of, I think there are some deep things at play if you look deep enough into them. Again, in my second watch through, there's a lot of amazing dialogue cues that I did not catch and f- things that foreshadow later things in the movie in the dialogue that Ryan Coogler layered into it. Moments with, um, ah, oh, fuck, I wrote some of them down. Uh, oh yeah, moments with T'Challa and T'Chaka um, talking about, and that's, that's why I felt like even the emotionality I felt like between T'Chaka and T'Challa was stronger in my second viewing um, because of things like their first conversation. You see like the parallel between their first conversation where T'Challa stresses that he basically sees his father as like uh, like a perfect idol. Uh-huh. That everything uh, he is as a king, he feels like he he can't he can't amount to what his father was because he felt like he was so perfect. He put him on this pedestal, and then really, I feel like you have to read into that and see that once he figures out you know the truth behind what his father did and how he covered up his brother's murder. Once that came out, that's really what affected him in his fight with Killmonger, and you kind of see that more in his second conversation with Chaka and how angry he is right from the beginning. And that's when he gets all his, his militant, like, I feel like he kind of looked at like world leaders, 
like when they get like really hyped, they get like that that reverend kind of bop, like no, I will not. You yeah. are not right. <laughs> like yeah. it is not okay. Like yeah, you know he what was mean? doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's what like reverends or pastors do when they get really hyped into what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like chat with Bozeman's performance in that, but just how broken he was and and even and, and he wasn't just talking to T'Chaka he was he was looking at all of them all yes. of the past kings I didn't like read enough into things like his conversations with Nakia before he had the fight with Killmonger that if you really listen to that conversation it that tells you why he might not bring bringing his A game and why he's distracted when he fights Killmonger yeah I think Killmonger is supposed to be a badass in this universe but I think a lot of it was Kill, like uh, T'Challa's mind just was not in the game when he went to go fight him he and he did best him once in that first uh, little exchange they had. Yeah, because he uh, there he was a mo- he could have cut him. He like he could have slit his throat or whatever, but he cut his face instead. He hesitated and cut his face. Yeah, he was like Neil. He gave him mercy. Um, but I just there's, a, there's so many moments like that that I appreciated so much more in my second watch through. But again, it's still not perfect vision because even though I did enjoy the last fight more because I was letting go like the Rhino CG bullshit. I just let I just let it play like a cartoon. Like you know what? Fuck it. It's real. It doesn't look real, but I was around kids and they were really like they they were cheering when T'Challa came back. So that actually their cheers combined with the bigger bass in the IMAX when T'Challa walked through that fire when he returned after being quote unquote killed. Uh, I still would have wish he had, I still would have wish he had a, his own theme that happened at like. But there was the music. I felt like it. All it was missing was a chant. T'Challa, hey, hey, T'Challa, like in the in the animated um, series kind of thing. Uh-huh. But they did that, and here's the problem: I felt like the most climactic fight in Black Panther was the fight with with Mbaku. and that was the first fight. And I got chills when they're fighting, and it, they they did do a good job to make you feel like he had to earn becoming king because Mbaku did whoop his ass for half that fight, but it was the turnaround. It was because... Show him who you are! It was that. It was the fact that Wakanda was there to chant his name. And in that moment, with the music, the drums, and the Wakandans chanting, T'Challa! T'Challa! Like, it was like, this this is it! This this should be at the end! (laughs) I was was starting to get, like, chills in that moment. I'm like, it was because I had already watched the movie, so I was already got the Black Panther hype. So I felt like if that moment was at the end... It would have been like exactly what I wanted in like a climax, but they didn't do that at all because they decided to do a CGI tunnel fight in a green screen or whatever and the fuck. Underground Railroad. <laughs> yeah, an Underground Railroad. <laughs> the fuck? Futuristic Underground Railroad. But, um, oh, the, the other moment I cried was at the end. The moment where the kid walks up to T'Challa and says, who are you? And I think it was because I first of all I was already I was already feeling the movie overall more the second time, but having the kids there, which I didn't realize, even when I saw the movie twice, I didn't realize that was because I'm well I don't know if you've seen this movie, but that was the little boy from Moonlight. No, I didn't see that movie. I didn't realize that was him. Okay, but I think because I, I felt more of Killmonger's struggle the second time I watched it too, and the the pain and anguish the child felt for not being able to save him. And that was kind of what he was telling his father, like, it's your fight. We could have, like, you made him a bigger problem, but, like, he really could have been an ally if they actually just brought him back to Wakanda or something. It actually just explained even why his brother had to be killed. Like, his maybe. Father. Yes, I mean, yeah, well, Chaka's brother. But, instead, but, like, covering up, you created an enemy who could have been an ally. 
Like so they like they feel like he felt like Wakanda failed him, that he failed him, his father failed him. So him dying was like this bittersweet moment. So having that kid who to me looked a little bit like a young the, the young version of a killmonger. Also, but I was like, truth of the matter is T'Chaka didn't have to kill his brother though. He could have just disarmed him. Like you have the strength oh, yeah, for sure. The strength and speed of the Black Panther. You could there or he could have just stepped in front of Wakabi and just absorbed the gun the gunfire. Oh yeah. No, yeah, that's true. But you know, plot. So <laughs> he had to do it. Cover it up. But yeah, just that moment of him asking Black Panther T'Challa, who are you? And the little smile Chadwick Boseman had on his face. Like, that got me. And I had that like one little thug tear, like, damn. Because I, th- I think the gravity, uh, and we talked about it before, but just the gravity of like how monumentous a character like Black Panther becoming mainstream is. Seeing heroes that look like you. Yeah. That's, that's another thing. Like, in Wak- like seeing Wakanda and having it be so vibrant, being so alive have its like own history like it's just it's just it's how dare people say that representation doesn't matter because like it most definitely does and the fact that there, there hasn't been a hero on this level that looks like black panther that represents black issues and black ideals the way black panther does like it's it boggles i mean mind. considering black panther is literally the first black superhero to be created period in all comics it's about damn time this movie's out yeah like how many superman movies and batman movies and yada 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 yeah how dare people try and disarm me by being like oh what's the big deal black panther's been around since the 60s why is it a big deal now and it's like go back and watch the first avengers movie everybody's white <laughs> everybody's except, white in that movie yeah except nick fury but even he doesn't really no little kid is going i want to be nick fury yeah, no. that's who you get forced to be yeah, by your yeah, friends yeah, when you're playing Avengers yeah let's you're play the black Avengers kid. guys uh, Michael you be Nick Fury why I don't want <laughs> to be Nick Fury I want to be Thor but you're black and you're bald <laughs> yeah you can't be Thor he's blonde yeah. <laughs> he's got long hair okay <laughs> you guys are dicks uh, is there anything else I wanted to say um, I mean do you want to add anything to that I mean I just I just kind of gushed about my second viewing which I liked it more yeah, I want to add nothing no, nothing. No. <laughs> but it's Black Week, Jordan. Eh, Black Week. <laughs> <Or> whatever. <laughs> Let's see. I'm just going through my notes. See if I missed anything. Oh, the... um. First of all, killing... What's his face was a fucking shame. The uh, Claw. Because he was a better Joker than Jared Leto. Like, yeah. legit. Like, his mixtape and shit. I, and, 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 going, and going to why I said I don't really want to add it, because I feel because cause I mean, for the most part, I don't necessarily, like, my opinion of the movie hasn't necessarily changed. Like, because I saw the movie twice, even when we reviewed it last week. Yeah, I know. And, like, I agree that my second time seeing it, I enjoyed it more, but I still had the same issues mm-hmm. that I had when I saw it the first time. I just let all that go. Yeah. And just went into the movie, and yeah, I enjoyed it more, but I still... Like, it's a great movie for what it is, but it's a phenomenal movie for what it represents. And funny enough, like, I, and still, I like, even still, like, I still want to see it a third time. Like, I want to oh, see yeah, it a third time. I want to see, like, I even watched, well, technically, I did watch it a third time. Well, not really, because I watched it on Fire Stick. <laughs> you pirated our king? I mean, the Wakandan police are coming for your ass right now. Whoop, whoop. But, uh, but it wasn't that. It wasn't I'm that. It wasn't that good, so I stopped. <laughs> Only because I just wanted to see it again, and I didn't feel, and I couldn't get a ticket. Mm. 
Oh, some some more notes I had. Uh, just Killmonger. <laughs> is this your king? Nah, I'm your king. I love that moment. I'm here for the throne. Yeah, the the hey auntie. That I got. I got the same reaction each time. Ooh, <laughs> everybody's like ooh. But uh, I really want to see like a four hour cut because I still feel like there should have been a conversation between T'Challa and Killmonger. There should have been a conversation before, between before they Killmonger had the fight. and uh, T'Challa's uh, Angel Bassett, his mom. Like or Wakabi and fucking you cannot trust Daniel Kaluuya is always wrong. <laughs> He's yeah. always trusting the wrong people. And it was funny. He actually I wrote it here. He actually foreshadowed the um, arrival of Killmonger and what he would do. Talking about how like bringing in outsiders brings in outside problems, and that's what bringing in Killmonger did. And mm-hmm. he sided with his ass. So it was like. Nigga, you said it. Like, <laughs> why would you? <laughs> you didn't remember what you said? <laughs> uh, oh, one more thing I want to add. Just because I was wrong as fuck, and I I went back well, and listened to All the talk about said, saying Killmonger was right. It's like, no, Killmonger wasn't right. Nakia was right. I, I Did you read my mind just now? I was literally about to say that I, I hated everything I said about Nakia being... I feel like my words were superfluous in the last podcast. Like, she wasn't... Like, the, she was the least useful of the main cast i felt like but then going back and watch it i'm like nigga you dumb as hell she is the most interesting she's right about everything she speaks to uh t'challa about things that killmonger like has him changed by the end of the movie yeah before killmonger even shows up like i saw a meme that said uh helping people like outreach killmonger and nakia both had the same ideology more or less but killmonger embraced his hatred while nakia embraced her love very good point and then again, she schools Okoye later on about what it means to not uh, serve your country, but save it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she ends up being right there, too, when Okoye turns. Because Okoye is like, I serve whoever's sitting on that throne. And she and Nakia's like, no, I serve the country. I serve Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then she ends up being right, of course. So it's like, damn, no. Like, Nakia was... But like, my, I still say that if you wanted to trim out a character, and if you didn't want to have a lover's for T'Challa... You could give both those parts to Angela Bassett. You know what I mean? No. Why not? For her to be the spy and... I didn't say spy. I just mean those two roles to to be both those conversations. The one with T'Challa about like maybe helping people. You know what I mean? And then then the one with uh, Okoye about the difference between serving and saving. Like both those conversations could be given to Angela Bassett if they wanted to. Yeah, but would it would it really mean as much if it's coming from the queen? Because the queen would be all about the throne. Why? She's the queen. That doesn't mean she has to but be. She's she, also about like she being be a monarch. Being a monarch. Maybe the father was more hard, and she's more progressive. Eh. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. But I think Na- fucking Nakia was MVP of that movie too. All the female characters were. So I hate myself for even saying that she was superfluous. I'm like, oh, you dumbass. <laughs> no, she wasn't. She was instrumental. You idiot. <laughs> but but yeah fantastic fucking movie like i and i feel like if i watch it a third time i'm gonna like it even more it's just because of the trappings of a superhero movie namely the cgi and the shitty ass action choreography that it's not a perfect vision i just can't i can't give it that and what it represents yes but not in as a movie yeah i have i have all the the action figures i'm waiting for them to make an umbaku action figure so (laughs) i can get that are you done I'm ready for it. The, the eye roll of I'm not going to help you. I'm like, yes, you are. Just, just say it. <laughs> just, just be that turnaround in the last act. Oh no, they're losing. I, there's not going to be anybody come help them. Oh, there he is. Like, oh, so obvious. <laughs> that's what I mean by predictable. Like, that's the stuff in the movie that's like, ah, oh, we know what's happening. Come on. But yeah, you're the same person that's like, 
with Jurassic World. Blue came back. It's like, <laughs> you didn't expect The first that? time I didn't know Blue was going to come back in uh. Jurassic World. You thought Blue was going to come back? Yes. <laughs> no, man. I thought Blue was dead. When she got knocked away by the, the Indominus I Rex. I didn't see a body. <laughs> yeah, the body hit the wall and then it slid down. No. It slumped. It was like, oh, she dead as hell. Just knocked out. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Baby I also have a soft spot for dinosaurs. Just shut the fuck up. But yeah, speaking of Black Panther, I'll talk to uh, Glenn and, Glenn and uh, Joe about the how they felt about Black Panther and give me a little synopsis of how they felt. Did a little 20-minute side review, Michael, that you weren't here for. Yeah, I was making, like I said, I was home making tacos. Yeah, because you're trash. <laughs> I hear that Glenn and Joe, he didn't, he didn't want to talk to you because he was super busy making tacos. Uh, you're not interrupting my food. My stomach is more important. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to drop that here. And for those that want to skip past it to continue on to our next section, just check out the timestamp. And wasn't it raining yesterday, too? In the iTunes description. Yeah, it was raining. Yeah, I'm, no. <laughs> you're you, you you already talking. Was that going to add the excuse of it being also <laughs> it is rainy? Like, if it was just it's, rainy, it's, it's, it's one thing. too many parameters. But if it was rainy and tacos, it's like, no. Yeah, it's, Sorry, bro. Sorry. Bro. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I'm dropping here. Thanks, future Jordan. All right, guys. I'm here with Glenn and Joe. We're going to talk about Black Panther. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda yeah, forever. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming both of you guys like the movie. No, I hated it. It was trash. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Turn off Skype right now. This conversation's over. <laughs> like, I want to also make that joke, but I liked it so much, like, my, my mind won't let me say those words. Loved it. <laughs> See, I can only say that because I've been sitting with some of the, some of the t- turmoil that's been in my mind after going through the whole Killmonger thing about being separated from the African country. And oh. I'm not gonna lie, I've cried twice. Just like I feel like I want to be <laughs> back in the homeland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah, you got you got like an effigy you got to talk about. All right, you got a whole thing. All right, if, but if you were really the- on your killmonger though, you just have one tier, just one tier. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, one thug tier, just one. <laughs> See, I'm not about to burn the the sacred herb and and choke up somebody's uh, auntie or whatever. So. Uh, all right, but for those that don't remember, uh, Joe and Glenn have been past co-hosts on the podcast by winning the uh, iTunes review raffle. Uh, I want to get them back on the podcast just to kind of talk about their thoughts on this. I feel like this movie is more than just like a conversation between me and Michael. You know, after losing Jamie, I feel like we had to have like a bigger conversation because this is like this is some would call Black Panther a movement. I mm. know it's at least very impactful on the black community. I mean, I went to see the second I saw uh, the movie a second time this past week. I saw it on a weekday. I had a day off. When I tell you, it was like twelve in the afternoon and the theater was half filled with kids. I'm like, is this like a field trip? Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and black kids, mind you. <clears throat> that just goes to show you, like, this movie is like, it's, it's, kids, people are going two, three, four times. It's that big of a deal. I've gone four times. I went four there times over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I've seen it three times. Uh, so about 5% Damn. of my holiday weekend was spent watching Black Panther. All right. My Black Panther dick is the smallest in this room. I've only seen it twice. <laughs> I feel inadequate. But, uh, yeah, let's, I'm going to get, I just want to get your ratings first. And then I just want to talk about any things that, like, that, specifically might have impacted you in the movie or maybe things that like outside of the movie like online or like in the culture that might have seen change because of the movie mm. but let's, uh, let's start let's start with you first joe i want to get your thoughts on what you think about black panther okay so if i'm gonna give it a rating 
Um, I mean, I would love to give it a perfect vision. Um, oh. I, I would love to, after listening to you and Michael talk about it, I'm going to give it uh, like a high, more than passable, like super high, more than passable. Okay, cause I was gonna say, don't let me and Michael's conversation like you know sway your judgment at all. Like, no judgment here. Like, I'm I'm curious to see if you guys liked it more than we did. So, so, and here's the thing: to your, to you know, both of you guys, it's not like you guys didn't like the movie. There were certain things that you know maybe mm-hmm. took you out a little bit and things like that. I personally like felt like I was in the whole time, pretty much. Um, it's the only thing that may have taken me out maybe a bit was that final fight scene, the, you know, the CG on the suits, you could tell, but I kind of like let it go. Cause I was just like, look, you know, we're also talking about two guys who have some sacred herb in them. That's giving them like incredible agility and stuff like that. Like, (laughs) you know, wearing suits that made of like nanotech, like just, appearing on their body i like uh yeah i'll I'll let it slide a bit but um god like the every time i watched a movie i kept trying to see if there were things i missed and there wasn't a whole lot of big things but every now and then it'd be like a small little thing and it just made the world maybe slightly bigger in a way i started to notice that as well in like my second viewing and you went four times so i can only imagine yeah yeah um, it took me a while to notice the uh, the you know public enemy poster, and then the Huey Newton in the back. Like I kind of saw, I think the Huey Newton. I saw that maybe the third time. Really saw that it was him. Yeah. I think uh, public enemy. That was like the second time. I was just mm. like, oh look, there's you know public enemy on the uh, on the one panel um, that they were like pulling, hiding the stuff in. Um, the it was a superhero movie, but I felt like it was much, much more. Um, like, you... Obviously, Killmonger was the villain of the movie. But you find yourself relating to him so much. Yeah, it's like, that was it's, he, though? <laughs> so, the only way, the only reason I would say that he definitely was the villain, because... I'm just joking, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Okay, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? No, <laughs> I mean, because you're, you're right. You're, like, just like, man, like, I can understand this or that. The only yeah. reason I can really say that is because Nakia had the same ideas that he had, but just without mm-hmm. vengeance. Oh, man. Like, I, mixed I, in I, there. I totally noticed that my second watch of the movie too, like how how impactful she was to mm-hmm. to Chala's thoughts, like throughout. And you see all the dudes talking about like, man, yeah, man, Killmonger was right. Killmonger was like, Nikki was over there, like I said the same thing, just mm-hmm. without wanting to like murk anybody. Yeah. So, um, so you yeah. said more than passable. So what what kept it from being perfect? The the, the CGI, which I kind of gave, I kind of. I feel like the pacing, the pacing, the pacing for what the movie was and for how long the movie originally was, mm-hmm. I didn't think was really bad, but okay. I think it's a detriment and a positive mm-hmm. to the movie that I wanted more. I wanted to spend more time in that world. I would have liked things to be fleshed out a bit more. Like I understand for pacing wise, like the movie had to keep going. And really, like, after Killmonger thought T'Challa was dead, he's not going to sit there and, like, pat himself on the back. He's like, I got things to do. 
let's get this plan in motion and everything. Yeah. It's also like a two and a, two what two hour and fourteen minute movie, two hour and fifteen minute, which is on the long side of what a studio will let you do. So exactly. and 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 I felt like I could I was like damn that was short but it's like one of the longer movies uh, that Marvel has out it's like wait a minute I'm feeling like this movie is short and it's like one of the longest like it's almost it's it's close to Lord of the Rings uh, status um, you know if they if if they put more in there you know what I mean like another scene or whatever. oh yeah and um and yeah and another and with that the relationship between Okoye and uh, Wakabi. Like you guys are talking about, like you don't get to see much of that. And then I just read recently that uh, Coogler fought for a scene that was going to go more into their relationship and it wound up being cut. And like he fought tooth and nail, but it just, at the very, he fought till, you know, till the last of it, but he just couldn't get it stuck in there because that's, he that's just needed the one to shorten scene. it up. That's the one thing I felt like was missing from the movie because mm-hmm. it, 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 it missed a little bit at the end. It's like, oh, well, it's kind of weird because they never had that conversation between the two of them where you would get the sense that he's torn just as much as she is in this battle of like, you know, why? No, full force ahead. Let's attack T'Challa. You know, you didn't yeah. get that. Yeah, exactly. So like, I definitely think as much as they let Coogler do they probably should have let him do that one, and then you would have had a perfect vision movie or closer to. Might, well, it was yeah, what, four to. hours originally, a four-hour cut. So I, I could t- totally see some maybe some connective tissue being lost in translation. Yo, oh, yeah. the, before, the, who was there? Nakia's role, like especially some conversation she had with T'Challa and T'Challa uh, and uh, Okoye. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like kind of flesh out how much she cared about uh, T'Challa in that movie. Yo, the Blu-ray though, the four-hour cut. <laughs> Can I, get my hands on that? I want. I want that. It's Don't not gonna tease happen. me like it's gonna happen. Yeah. I want that. Yo, yeah, that's, that's hey, the Snyder we're... cut. It's not happening. <laughs> Yo, that, this movie made billions. I think if they put that four-hour cut on there, they're definitely going to be looking at like a repeat uh, when it comes to Blu-ray. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, let me get, let me get your thoughts then, Glenn. How, how did you feel about Black Panther? All right, so obviously I've seen it a, a bunch of times, and not only that, I've been trying to talk to to people about it ad nauseum. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, "Shut mm-hmm. up about it." Have you it. seen our Lord's Chala? <laughs> yeah, and and so you know, I'm like, I'm I'm full fledged. As a matter of fact, I should be wearing my T'Challa shirt right now, but I'm not. <laughs> but um, I've I've just oh, been I wanting got one on right now. There you go. <laughs> but I've been wanting to like talk about it for for a while. So I gave it upon first seeing it. I kind of walked out of the theater stunned, like amazed. Oh, well, mm-hmm. first of all, let me. I, I'm going to give it. Um, it's hard. I want to give it a perfect vision, um, but but I can't only because. Um, so there's so it's a perfect vision in terms of emotional beats for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The emotion wise and the story wise and and what they did with the superhero movie and story wise is perfect vision. I feel like it needs two ratings because as a superhero movie, I would give it a more than passable, mm. like a high more than passable. Um, yeah. And and a lot of that comes after uh, listening to you guys. I was like, OK, let me take the fan, the, you know, the rose colored glasses off and look at it. And the, the fight choreography, I went back and watched Civil War and watched uh, uh, Winter Soldier and those, like you guys said, you know, those those stunts hit hard. 
and Civil yeah. War. And the stunts, there's only the one scene in the casino where, yeah, where they go like, hard. Where, like if, if the entire movie was like that scene, like the fights were all like that scene, um, then it would be a perfect bit. Like, like it would be, what, what was the highest one? Like the over, overseer vision or whatever. <laughs> like, cause there if you, you think go. about yeah. it, that like fight the Watu, scene. Watu vision or some shit. Yeah. Right. Watcher vision. But, um, yeah. that scene in the, in the casino where she's fighting basically carried you for the entire movie in terms of like feeding your appetite for action. Um, but yeah. emotional beats wise and everything that they put in there, um, I, I was listening to to you and Michael talk about it, Jordan, and I was like angry because you guys were like, "Yeah, there were no <laughs> emotional beats," and I was like, "I will choke your mother!" <laughs> 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 like, I cried twice. What are you talking about? But I think um, I think I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but uh, upon second viewing, I think you might have you might have uh, had like a different opinion opinion on like the emotional beats in the story. Yeah. There were two that really hit me. One was uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you oh. before you tell me, I just want to I just want to chime in that yes, I did have a, a, I will say I had more of emotional like resonance in the second viewing. Okay. I think mm -hmm. I, I, let, I let go of a lot of my expectations. I I kind of because that third that that third act fight with Killmonger and T'Challa really took me out with that CGI. So watching it again yeah. and kind of knowing what it's going to look like going into it, I was yeah. able to kind of like. Look at it with the eyes of like, like I said, like that viewing was kids were in it. So I kind of yeah. looked at it with the eyes of like with kids. Yeah. So I was okay. like, kids are looking at this. They're seeing T'Challa fight Killmonger. They're not seeing a PS2 game. They're seeing the actual Killmonger fight T'Challa. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. not yeah. thinking about like how textured his suit looks when they're falling and fighting. So when I watched it again with that kind of like you know like little tweak in my uh, how my vision. <laughs> right. Um, I think it really uh kind of made me like let me enjoy the ending more. So I did cry in a moment. And I'm curious to know if when you cry, it was when I did cry the second time. Okay. So when, when did you cry? Uh, so uh, the scene with Killmonger and his father, um, when when he's just like, that's just the way it is around here. You know, no tears for me. That that got me. That that okay. definitely got me. I didn't cry there, but the second time I watched it, I did get like that that lump in your throat where it's like mm -hmm. it's about to happen. Yeah. But you're like, whoa. Hold on, wait, stop. <laughs> yeah. I swallow it back. But what, what, when was the other time? Um, at, you know, at the end where Killmonger's looking out, he's looking out into Africa, mm. and he's and it was it was the moment where there's like a like like in that scene, there's a moment where he does like a sigh of relief, like all of the weight of that struggle, all of the weight of being abandoned. All, I'm choking mm. up right now talking about it. All of the weight <laughs> of being abandoned and everything. He just kind of, he just like exhales for a second, like like that struggle's gone from him. You know what I mean? And he's looking mm. out onto the beautiful landscape or whatever. And he's just like, man, like that struggle, that fight is gone from him. And I thought it just signified like a lot. And that, you know, now, even now I'm thinking about it, like, yo, looking out into that beauty that you have been uh, deprived of for so long that got yeah. me. That's deep yeah. as hell. And it was an amazing moment. I didn't, that's not when I cried. I'll tell you when I cried, when I did cry in the movie the second uh -huh. time. It was at the very end when the kid asked him, yo, who are you? Oh, that got me. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. was like, oh, because oh, yeah. it's the way he looks at him. And mm -hmm. it's like, in that moment, I thought back to when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like, damn, son. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I had seen that when I was a kid, like, it just... Because people don't understand that representation does matter. Yeah. Like, yes, yes, it does. Seeing someone that looks like you is important. So it's like, damn. 
somebody then, else like us is the hero. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not a hero. He is just one, like a little bit short of the Avengers level in terms of heroes. Yeah. <laughs> like by himself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Numbers I mean, the, don't lie. The other thing is like, and then like right after that, it's like cue, cue the, uh, cue the, uh, end, the end music, you know, the credit music. Oh, you know, God, yeah. it's so like, and that song is, is like amazing for like the end credit sequence. It like just sums it up. You know what I mean? Like all the stars are closer. Like everything is closer yeah. to us. You know what I'm saying? Like just seeing this and like when it cute, when he says that and he's looking to him like starry-eyed as the kids in the background are amazed or whatever at, and and then it cues that me i'm just like damn that was like i just like the first time i saw it i just walked out of the theater stunned not knowing not knowing how i felt i was just like mm-hmm. like what did i just see like they they let us be us and it was amazing yeah. you know yes. like shocked basically for the first time and people are always no and people are always like Yo, why are you so excited? It's like, because you don't understand. <laughs> but I mean, you the, have the privilege to never have to understand. Well, here's so when the movie started, right? Like when it started and it started off with the guns or whatever at the beginning, you know, with um, uh, Najobu. Is that Najobu? Was that his, uh, that was his name? Right? His father, yeah. Enjo- yeah. oh, sorry, I got to say it with the right uh, inflection. Um, but <laughs> when Njobu started out and he's like with the guns, I'm like, oh, they're going to start with some gangbanging shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, where you know, the cops are coming or whatever. And then he looks out on the street and like on first time viewing, you know what I mean? You're thinking like, okay, he's looking for the rollers. He's looking for the cops. What's going mm-hmm. on? And then like as the movie goes, it's like nothing is, is wasting that scene. But I thought they were going to do the same kind of trope. And then as the movie went on, it's like everything kind of made sense, everything tied in, and you realize it wasn't that trope. It was more revolution. You know what I mean? And I think that that so much signifies what happens in society sometimes, even with the Black Panther Party, where it was seen as something negative, but what the message was and what they were actually trying to do was revitalize their their neighborhood or whatever. And oh, then, yeah. and then in the movie, it it actually did that. It it gave you mm-hmm. the same thing where your first impression, or at least my first impression, was, oh, here we go with the with the gang shit in our in our movie, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And I'm like, damn, Coogler, like that misdirection, it, it got me. I, I just was, I was tuned in and, and, um, and you know, seeing us represented in that light and telling the story of the struggle was, was awesome. Sorry, I, I could go on and on forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, preach, preach on. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. But like, let me ask you both. Um, th- people say this is a movement. Do you, like, have you seen this, do you see this movie as a movement one? Yes. And two, have, have you seen things around you check have you seen people like don't normally talk about superhero movies now talk about black panther have you seen like an influx of maybe kids going to the theaters when you saw it like just talk about it like how, how did you feel about it oh man so it's, okay so first of all it's definitely a movement yeah. and it's it's a superhero movie let's let's just let's just be real about that it's a superhero yeah. movie everyone can lay on it being a superhero movie but it's so much more, and I hate to say this because I know some people are how some people are gonna take this. And first of all, fuck y'all, I don't care. <laughs> what kind of fuck y'all? I I ain't worried. If you're black and you saw that movie, everything just your your head. You came out of that movie, your head higher, your chest out, like just feeling like you. If, you feel like you're walking on fucking air, like you feel empowered coming out of that movie. True. It's very true. And, 
and there's no way and it touches on so many things that like when i mentioned earlier about the whole disconnect from africa like Mm -hmm. so i've always been quote unquote one of the smart smart black guys or whatever intellectually i understood there was a disconnect from africa intellectually Mm -hmm. i understood that there was something preventing black people from connecting with with africans and feeling like we're of the same people for a lot of people i didn't feel it until i came out of this movie i shit you not like literally the most crying i've done for this movie was after when those thoughts were in my head when i was going over it just and being just like literally having that feeling of i can't remember which movie it is and i feel like it's a ryan coogler movie or something else i can't think what it is but I, I feel like if I say the kind of quote, um, you'll get it. But literally the thought that popped in my head was like, why don't they want us anymore? Like, that's like, all of a sudden, oh. I was just like, like, that hit me. And then I'm sitting there just like, I, I first cried, like, in the car with my girlfriend. We were coming back from, from all, from a mostly black event held in, like, you know, in the black community in Philly, where we got to discuss stuff like that in the movie. So that was like the first time. That second time was like the other night I was just in Walmart because this has not left me since. And I'm just in Walmart trying to find something to eat, thinking just like, man, how, how would I reconnect in Africa? Like, how do I find out like where my ancestry would be from? Like, where in Africa would it be from? Like, if I find so, this so out, is it going to make me feel any better? Yeah, yeah. just so, like so much stuff. Yeah, so, uh, so speaking to that, the throne room scene, right, where where uh, Killmonger meets T'Challa and he's like, you know, in handcuffed or whatever. I thought that was so powerful because Killmonger's like the black experience, you know, black America yes. coming to meet Africa. He's yeah. bound and chained, handcuffed like we usually are here. And he's saying like, yo, I got birthright to this too. And then T'Challa like at first tries to turn his back on him. And then it, he comes to the realization like I can't turn my back on these people, I have to face it. Not and even just it, T'Challa. Yeah, well, whole, I mean, like everybody. The, yeah, well, like yeah, everybody. Well, there's some people from Africa that wanted to embrace them, and then some people who didn't. And then, of course, there's that one tribe that's just like who asked the question, "Who are you?" And then he yeah. has to face the fact that no, we are from you. I, we are part of you. And so he couldn't turn his back because at first he tried to. Literally, he turned his back, like take him away. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And that's like yeah. the African experience, like turning your back on your black brothers and sisters here. But no, you got to turn and face that. You know what I'm saying? And and that was the only way T'Challa could actually become like fully become the Black Panther and understand his birthright was by facing what has happened to Killmonger and facing up to that. And I just thought that scene is mad deep too. Like every yeah. there's nothing wasted yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Everything is like real deep, man. And I'm just like, golly, damn, Ryan. Well, just just the fact that you know. Killmonger's here and everyone like, nah, son, nah, I, I don't care, I don't care what you got, we, you ain't, you ain't one of us or whatever. And when it finally that last bit of proof, like, okay, we all laughed when he was like, hey, auntie, but on some, yeah. on some real, that was like, yeah, you can't deny me now, right? You gotta accept this. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is truth. You, you gotta understand, I'm here. You ain't just getting me to walk off, nah, y'all. You gonna understand? You gonna realize that I'm part of you. And yeah. 
Wait, 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 Glenn, let me ask you. Do you, do you feel like Black Panther's been a movement? Have you seen it, like things change in the community? Have you seen people talking about this? Uh, so I do, you know, I, I, I was with uh, some cosplay folks watching it. Um, and then I went, you know, opening night um, as well with a, a friend of mine. I went with another friend of mine on Sunday. Um, and I, I will say, like, I, just people come at, come out have come out of it buzzing. Online, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, just... Like, people are very, very excited for it. Um, it's a week out, so I don't think there's been much mobilization. But there's definitely a spirit now with with people that I hope is endearing and I hope it changes things. But I, I don't know if we'll see that until, like, this young group of kids, like the kids that you saw when, you know, you went to go see the movie and the kids I saw when I went to go see the movie, when they have to choose what their career is going to be or make a choice out in the streets or whatever... Um, you know, or in the classroom or wherever, I, I think that's when we'll actually see it happening. You know, when little girls are trying to be scientists and engineers and, you know, develop yes. the new arts. Like when that, when that starts happening, that's when I think it'll happen. I think, you know, right now it's, it's, you know, a lot of people are just kind of figuring it out. Like, like what did I just see? Did I see a superhero movie? Did I see a movement movie? Um, how, how can, how does this relate? How can I change something? How can I change things about what I do? I think everyone's kind of figuring that out. Like I still want to go see it again. Uh, and, and that's because <laughs> time. I want to be inside Wakanda again. In those two hours, yes. I'm in Wakanda and, and I kind of want to keep going back. Yeah. That's, that's what I took for, for my second viewing, just with that experience of having the kids there. Like it's, it's going to be something to see how now for this generation of kids, this is now the norm for what a superhero can look like. Right. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, we get Black Panther 2. Hopefully, we get some other things sprinkled in there between now and when they grow up. But by the time they grow up, hopefully, we're living in a world where now that, to them, is normal. And then we get the, like a, a new renaissance of black superheroes or whatever the, the future trend is. But well, whatever that is, it will be a much more diverse-looking cast of people that are the, the heroes of these new movies and stories. Well, oh, yeah. and, well, the thing that I have seen, though, too, is that the black community has seen, like, yo, when we get together, what can we do? Like, like we, like we got together, made something amazing. Everybody who was on set was happy about it. Everybody mm -hmm. who uh, made the movie was happy about it. And then the community who went out to go see it loved it. And all of a sudden, it's like made half a billion dollars in a week. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crushing. Blue just got the water. <laughs> yeah, because it could have been the same movie, but then people don't go see it, and it doesn't have an impact. But when you see money like that. Oh, best believe studios are watching like, huh, how can we copy that? What formula did they use to 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 make that happen? And yeah. um and that's what I think is the most promising because nothing happens in, in this um in this society and you know, I hate to say this, without violence or money behind it. You know what I mean? So, you know, when people get violent or whatever, then all of a sudden some stuff changes because we want to stop that. But or but also when dollars get behind things, then you know, um, then that's when, you know, things uh, change uh, as well. And I think this yeah. is showing uh, what happens when dollars get behind something because the, they're not, they're paying attention to that half a billion dollars in a week. Oh, they, mm -hmm. they notice because <laughs> they know what that translates to. And the fact yeah. that, the fact is there's a lot, I, I keep going on, but there's a lot of people who didn't get to see the movie the first week because it was sold out. People were just yeah. like, I'm, oh, I'll go see it. Yeah. And then it was sold out on a Sunday or on a Monday or on a Tuesday. Like I said, man, middle of the day on a weekday and half the theater was filled. I was like, how is this possible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think this Panther, that's too. how. Wakanda! Wakanda forever! Wakanda no. forever! Oh, All right, guys, this has been real. 
But, I mean, it's good to have you get back on the podcast again. We have to do it again sometime for sure. Yo, Definitely. absolutely, man. Like I said, if you, if, if, you know, put up the blurred signal, um, your boy will be there. Um, I'm actually doing a uh, Black Panther-themed uh, comedy show on Tuesday. So I'm trying to come up no. with some jokes for uh, some Black Panther jokes. So if you guys got some ideas for some Black Panther jokes, I, you know, hit me up. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't mind taking a note or two. Um, okay. Trying to figure okay. something out. <laughs> Feel free to steal liberty, liberal, 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 I can't even say this word, liberally. Wow. <laughs> From my uh, meme page. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take it all. It's fine. They call it lifting. I'll lift it. <laughs> yeah, lift that shit. All right, it goes right back to you, future Jordan. Thanks, past Jordan. All right. Okay. <laughs> editing <laughs> all right let's move on let's get into uh you want to start with um batman gotham gaslight no we could just do legends why because uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right whatever let's get into legends and then we'll we'll circle back around we'll do legends uh annihilation and then we'll in our anime section <laughs> we'll talk about batman gotham gaslight or gaslight well, metal gotham. Oh yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, I guess that is anime. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot about Full Metal. I didn't even mention that in the beginning. Oh, you didn't? No. Whatever. Yeah, Full Metal. Because <laughs> it's so forgettable. <laughs> All right, let's start with Legends. Uh, here I go again. Repeat myself. Repeat myself. Repeat myself. We're stuck in a time loop. Something really bizarre is happening. Uh, Hedgehog Day. Groundhog Day. What's that? Repeat myself. Stuck in this time loop. Repeat. You ready? Repeat. Repeat myself. We're stuck in a time loop. Here I go, here I go, here I go again. Ding, ding, what ding, is ding. love? Baby, don't hurt me. What the fuck does that have to do with I this? I don't know. <laughs> You're singing, I'm singing too. Shit. I'm singing a song that's called Here <laughs> well, I Go Again. I don't again. know that, so I can't join you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. This is the only DC show this week, Legends of Tomorrow. How'd you feel about it? Because this is, this is, I'm surprised in a show about time travel, this is the first time we're getting a Groundhog's Day kind of episode uh-huh. where you get stuck in a time loop. And, and of all people that's following. And I mean, for the most part, most sci-fi shows do that at some point. Yeah, but this is the, what, third season of, of Legends? Yeah. I'm surprised now they're doing it. Like, you know, I feel like, I feel like this is something they would have done earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, if all people that's following Vixen number two, I don't remember her name. What's her name? Uh, Vixen two. Yeah. <laughs> Zari, Zari. Zari, there you go. Yeah, she's stuck in a time loop on the, the Wave Rider while it's being destroyed over and over and over again. And it's it's Groundhog's Day. There's not really else to say about it. <laughs> so let's let's get into our ratings and we'll talk about uh, any spoilers after the fact. And for those that don't know our rating system on Blur Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable. And more than possible. All right, Michael. How'd you feel about Legends of Tomorrow this week? Uh, here I go. Here I go. Here, here I, I go, go again. again. No, that's not. I'm doing. What are you? Man, doing? what's your witness, man? Okay. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we're not. We're not in sync. This <laughs> Salt and pepper. <laughs> okay. Shoop, shoop, dead oop. Uh, shoop your whoop. Yeah, it's no secret that Legends. I'm not feeling the show anymore. Like it's trash. Like every episode, I look at it. Even last week's episode, I was just like, uh, I mean, it was all right. I like Constantine. He elevated the episode overall, but I was just saying, uh, like to the point where we stopped, we stopped reviewing it and stopped watching it. Uh, the starting last, but 
Last uh, I, I think we're in the fucking minority because I did a, like a, a poll on my my, uh, my Instagram account and I, the majority of people were saying like that they actually like Legends. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. What, but, are, we, what are we watching? But then there are also <laughs> there are also people that say we're in the minority with regards to Dragon Ball Super because I mean it's breaking ratings and crashing Crunchyroll and shit and I mean yeah we're reviewing it but we're like the show is trash. Yeah, I'm a slave to it. <laughs> but even with that, like. So I was expecting to go into this episode just like, huh, okay, the only reason I'm watching is because I know Wally's supposed to show up. And interestingly enough, I really enjoyed this episode. Like, they did a lot of fun things. And there were a couple of moments that made me laugh. I mean, we could talk. I, I didn't like the way they ended the episode. But, and... And I, I can say this episode made me care a little bit more about Zari. Only a little bit, though. Not a lot. <laughs> only a little bit. Not yeah, a lot. only a little bit. Not, not, not as much as they probably wanted me to care about her in this episode. <laughs> but overall, I'll give this episode a more than passable. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, from your review, I thought it was going to be lower than that. No, more than passable. Okay. I agree, actually. I'm also more than passable. See, we're too fucking sick. <laughs> Goddamn. And that surpri- it surprised me. I was like... Wait, do I actually like this episode? This is weird. <laughs> what is this? What is this feeling? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I didn't love it, but for what it was, I thought they did it well with the premise. I mean, you know, it's Groundhog's Day. You're gonna go into a time loop. Um, you know, you ultimately find she finds out finds out more about her crewmates. Because at first, I was even questioning like, why her? Like, I don't care about her. That's why I call her Vixen too. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But by the end, they actually made me like her more because she ends up liking the crew more. She starts off being like, you know, a standoffish, like, you know, badass, like, uh, I'm just too cool for school, like hot topic <laughs> But ends up like legitimately loving the crew. And kind of learning um a little bit about herself as well. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, I guess more than passable, you'll get into spoilers. I mean Yeah. Cause I mean, it's a more than passable with caveats. Cause I cause cause I kind of feel like It was funny. It had, it had some legitimately funny moments. Come on, come on, Rick. Uh, what's his name? Rory, writing a fucking sci-fi romance novel. Yeah, like I, I, I enjoyed that, but at the same time, I feel like they took it as they they made it as a joke, as opposed to like him like having character development. It was like, oh yeah, it's a joke. Like Rory's writing a novel. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I mean, so so there's a lot of so that's a lot of things I had problems I had with this because like. They put all this like set up and emotional and granted, again, I gave this episode more than passable and I enjoyed it, but I feel like they put all this emotional weight into this episode of her learning about the legends and all this expository information, mm. but then they kind of took it all away by the ending. By saying it was all just Oh wait, it was how did all I not just, mention I it was all just a dream. Oh, I've forgotten so much about this episode. Yeah. That that's what kept it from being perfect. That yeah, fucking ending. That's what kept it from being perfect. I was like, what? You're gonna fuck this up in the last like five, ten minutes? Like get it was the fuck all, out. It was all just a dream, a simulation. They, she was basically in the fucking danger room for X Men. Yeah. She was we, in the net the what's it called? The network, the grid frame? What the fuck is yeah. it called? The framework. She she took from they took from Agents of Shield. And I mean the excuse was so flimsy. Any like, any any reason to see the actress that actually is the voice of Gideon, because I like her. So to see her show up as like a the actual actress. Yeah. 
like so that, that was great but then the reason that she had to show up is just like oh we just, I put you in this simulation to try to get you not to leave the team because after that fight with Sarah I did a mental thing and it said you would have left and we wouldn't have been able to defeat Mollusk for whatever reason so I put you in a simulation to make you grow close like all of that Deus literally the god in the machine yeah I thought that was stupid terribly stupid very yeah super super duper waste I agree <laughs> and then on top of that it kind of made everything that she learned about them not well, as but, but they, then they made it seem like it was all true so like they, they at least like well yeah that's because she said uh, Gideon said she put all of that together pieced based on what she knows about them so they, they still had at least the wrap up where she did kind of like have closure with each of them with the knowledge she kind of gained from that simulation so at least it it did have payoff it wasn't like oh it all didn't matter it was like oh okay so she did like how she feels about them did change but even still kind of like killed the emotional weight that it had at the end where she was like she was basically gonna take her life to stop the bomb and so I she, hope she was gonna do it so she I was came, like, oh, that's, a, that's pretty dope actually yeah, so she came and like confessed to every single body and like exp- like told like Roy don't be Rory don't be afraid to express yourself yada 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 like mm. Sarah you know ask the girl out yada, or you know uh, Captain Steel and Vixen I can't think of Amaya like go for it <laughs> like stop trying to hide your it. feelings but then like after that and once she found out it was a simulation then she goes to talk to them again it's like we just had this scene but now it's like less emotional because now she's just going to them like Rory change the ending of the book it's like we like, just, I don't get we why, just I also, i'm like we just had the scene already I, I agree with you i don't know why they chose to opt out like that in the end so it was, uh, is it like is it because it was too ridiculous of a premise but i'm like this show's already ridiculous like having i was on board even though it's stupid i was on board with the fact that they had a box that could just reverse time every hour and i'm like then why did it affect only her? Like there were already questions. They never. They even still they never. But you know what? Maybe that's why. Maybe because because there were mad plot holes until that simulation thing. I guess why at the end she had all those questions for uh for Gideon. Yeah. And all those questions. She yeah, because I was answering. wondering why did it only affect her as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe they they wrote a script and then at the end of they're like <laughs> and then to have Gary show up. <laughs> and I like that Gideon was like because it's funny. <laughs> I thought he'd be funny. But no, but I just feel like they wrote a script and were like, oh, okay, well, these things don't make sense. What do we do? Well, if we make it all a simulation, then we can have Gideon explain away all of the inconsistencies. It's like, all right, that works. Uh, that's the only reason to have that ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because before there were plot holes, I was like, I'm going to rip this apart because it was like, why, like how did, um, uh, I don't know. I wrote it down, but I don't feel like looking at it. <laughs> there, there are things that didn't make sense, namely like the fact that uh, what Gideon said at the end. Because at first I thought it was when she was tinkering with the ship that caused it to explode. Remember when that she uh, took that thing out and that green liquid like exploded in her face? Yeah, I thought that was something too. Like I thought that was why she uh, she like damaged. Like that was what caused the time. I thought loop. that made her immune to whatever the chronological yeah. distortion was. But then it was like there's a time loop. And instead of her saying, oh, well, maybe it's what I did with the ship that caused it to explode. She's like, no, it was somebody else, not me. Mm. Oh, I was talking about the plot holes. Like, um, mm. why did it only affect her? Like, before that explanation, it didn't make any sense. Because the explanation before that was that device created, like, a time loop. And Gary brought it. But yeah. it was like... But it didn't explain why if, she was the only one in on it. Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't Gary be? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, but still, despite that, you know, turn your brain off... It was it was it was at least an entertaining episode, like the moments with um, 
with everybody really, but even with Vixen and and Citizen Steel, like the, when they were having sex and she's making like the tiger noise. Yeah. And then she was like, and Zari, and I was like, if I was Zari, I would have bust in on him because I'm because because he because he no because he knew that there was that, that she's in a time loop and they only had a certain amount of time. So I'd have been like, dude, we don't have time for this. Like, well, they were gonna die anyway because it literally, literally but, it ended with her going, just kill me now, and then the ship explodes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> those moments were funny and same thing with like uh, we said Rory and even uh, was Captain Adams oh just telling Sarah that he knew about uh, or that Rip told him to kill her if Moss possesses her again uh-huh. that was funny to me because like cause they're, she just asked him one question and he immediately breaks down and I was like huh what nothing Rip just told me not to, to kill Sarah what? I, didn't, I don't know anything what <laughs> I'm like, but that's in line with his character it is he's, he's adorable I like him but I'm like why I don't know. I feel like they, they put him on the back burner recently and I think he's a great character. So I'm like, they really should use Captain Adam more in this series. He's just become like a joke. But yeah. in the beginning of the show, he kind of had like character development and we're trying to make him something, I think. Yeah, and, but now he's just... He's just like the Cisco. He's just there. Not even. Because it seems like they're making her the 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 like like the new Jax more or less and Jax was the Cisco of the legends because he was the one that fixed the ship. No, and, I don't mean in terms of being a mechanic or whatever. A tinker, oh, you mean, I mean like the quips. Yeah, like the quippy character. Yeah, the quippy, funny, jokey character. That's yeah, him. that's him. Um, is there anything else in Legends we want to talk about? Oh, Kid Flash. The tease at the end. That was rant like that fell out of place. So uh, wh- where is he? He's in the same place of Big Big Sir. <laughs> Or whatever his name is. <laughs> He's in the same place. Like, it looks like the same set. It does. It probably is the same set. Yeah. It's probably just a Japanese set. Yeah. And question, where did they say he was before in The Flash? Cambodia. Now Cambodia. he's in China. He's just like, just traveling He's just the world. traveling the world. But your brother is in jail. <laughs> he he's not in jail now, but he doesn't know that. Yeah. So fucking dumb. But are you excited? Medit- I'm just meditating. Yeah, I'm like... It's not even in line with his character. It's not. I'm it's like, so random. Why, yeah, I'm like, why are what? you why are you going away meditating when you know there's shit that needs to be It's not like it's a, like there's no there's nothing going on in the world that I don't need nobody to save. Everything is all, everybody's locked up. There's no meta humans. It's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm bro? like, they couldn't they could have introduced him in a in a different way. Like have Rip Hunter show up while he's saving somebody. Like for him to just be sitting there meditating as if there's nothing going on in the world that's so out of character especially consider how much he wanted to be a superhero and yet you're finally a superhero you're not doing superhero shit he's but we'll see what he does I mean nothing <laughs> he's, he's already started by doing nothing he's gonna continue doing nothing well, we'll see what he does and then on top of that I'm like what are they doing with Rip like is he just not on the show for the he, most part he's interchangeable with anybody British that's why Constantine was on and he wasn't <laughs> Rory I, even I, made I, a joke I, about it but it's kind of true yeah alright let's move on let's get into the movie we saw this week Annihilation can you describe its form no was it carbon based Did it communicate with you? It reacted to me. You really have no idea what it was. Did your husband contact you at any point while he was away? No. It was his decision to go in. 
Why did my husband volunteer for a suicide mission? You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. Michael tricked me. <laughs> you said Natalie Portman. I saw the trailer. It looked like a horror movie. I thought it was. I didn't trick anybody. The trailers tricked you. It's kind of a horror movie. Kind the, trailers, of a, the trailers tricked me too. Kind of a thriller. Kind of a think piece. I don't know. I guess. And here's the weird thing. I was talking to Michael about this before the podcast. I, I've been watching like reviews online. Or I've looked at a couple. But I haven't really watched them all throughout. But I thought after we watched this we had a certain viewpoint on it uh nobody's opinion matches ours online no. i feel like our reviewers i don't I, agree no, with you yeah, i don't agree with anything you guys say <laughs> I, I respect your opinion but i don't agree with you <laughs> so yeah let's let's talk about annihilation um and it's an interesting story it, it feels almost like an episode of black mirror a less interesting episode of Black Mirror. And longer. <laughs> very, very much longer. How long was this movie? Two hours and some change. It was too long. <laughs> yeah, but basically Natalie Portman is in a sci-fi horror thriller, whatever, wherein... With Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. I, I'm be honest with you, I didn't realize it was uh, Tessa Thompson until halfway into the movie. Uh, the glasses fucked me up! <laughs> I, was about, I was just about to say, let me guess, you didn't recognize Tessa Thompson. The glasses! <laughs> how <laughs> but uh the, the basic plot is just that um nelly portman goes into this strange anomaly called the shimmer the shimmer it looks this, like a, a soap bubble it does look like so like a, just like a, a, a towering soap bubble that is emanating from this light this light tower lighthouse yeah. lighthouse vibranium landed in uh lighthouse <laughs> yeah. and changed the atmosphere spoilers michael <laughs> that's not a spoiler yes it is they didn't say what was the cause of the shimmer. It's a meteorite. They didn't. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Is it a meteorite or is it a spaceship? I think it looked like a. It could be both. But that's slight spoilers. I don't give a fuck. This movie sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> but but for those that do care, it, it, going into the movie, it's a, it's a question as to what it is. They they question whether it's a, a sign from God, if it's an alien, and really the nature of this movie is why you shouldn't said anything because the nature of this movie is like a sprawling. Uh, like a, a, a mystery yeah i'm trying to think of the a word. mystery that nobody cares about yeah it's like it's a it it doesn't give you answers it starts with questions and the, the entire movie it's it's slowly re- unraveling the story of like what this thing is where did it possibly come from what's and it even, doing and even when the movie ends you still don't get answers even <laughs> the fucking characters don't know what the fuck is going on yep so what happened I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's a quote from the movie. Lots of them. Lots of quotes like that. That's why I said this movie was written by the thinker. <laughs> oh my god, fucking DeVoe. <laughs> he wrote deep. this. He wrote this movie. It's, it's so deep. But what is it? What is it about? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, let you decide. <laughs> but there's this anomaly. It's called the Shimmer. It's emanating from this lighthouse, and it's it's slowly expanding. And the threat of it is that possibly, if left unchecked, if the, the source is not found, Michael, this thing could possibly spread across the entire the world. world. And we're all going to be just partying this rainbow bubble, just having a great time. Hey, but it's I'm doing, all about the rainbow. But it's having a weird effect on the environment. Every single team they sent into this place like to investigate. <laughs> like, well, much worse than Vibranium. <laughs> There's no Black Panther here. But every team they've sent so far has been lost. And... Uh, 
So like, there's, there's no information even of like what's going on in the Shimmer. So Nellie Portman goes in with a ragtime t- tag team of female female scientists. scientists, very reminiscent of Ghostbusters. At one point, that's even, what I thought. I was you, like, yeah, we didn't sit together in this theater, in this movie theater. So you, you texted me like, oh, Ghostbusters. I was like, yeah, I don't say anything because it looked like they had like proton packs. They had big <laughs> packs and those jumpsuits on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and therein lies the, and then from henceforth is the plot. And you're just on this crazy ass adventure, discovering what the fuck the shimmer is about and what the fuck is going on. In they were not only uh, scientists, but they were also they all had, all of them had military experience. Yes, and Natalie Portman's character was a biologist. She was a biologist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, Michael, give us your rating and your thoughts on the Annihilation movie. I initially didn't want to even see this shit. I thought it was um. Was you it thought movie? it was a uh, Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I want to see this. Then I saw the trailer and was like, oh, that's the Annihilation. I'm I'm down dumbass move that's how i felt <laughs> that was your first because i was like yeah this trailer looks like it's gonna it's gonna be interesting then i saw the reviews everybody talking about this movie was great i was like okay oh well, we'll see it comes out this weekend check it out don't have to pay for it movie pass which i'm glad i ended up not having to pay for it Word. but yeah going into this movie my overall summation of 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 the movie was i'm like i am both intrigued and very bored. That's how I felt throughout the entire movie. <laughs> intrigued and bored. Agreed. Like, Those are the two words to describe. That should be the poster. That's intriguing and boring. Intriguing yet boring. <laughs> <laughs> like overall, the movie looked gorgeous. Facts. Like especially once they got into the shimmer, all the vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. And good effects. Even the designs of like some of the monsters. It reminded me of um, Howl's Moving Castle. What was, it, what was his name? No. Huh? Howl's Moving Castle. That guy. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, God damn it. The <laughs> anime. The, the, the anime version of Disney. The dude who made Howl's Moving Castle and uh, all those other movies. I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. You suck. All right. Continue. But yeah. So yeah, the movie. So so that got me into it from the, like, the movie looked gorgeous. Uh you know Oscar Isaacs, who's my bae. He was he's in the movie, so yes. Is the people? Is it the writer and director? That it's made? the writer. It's the writer and director of uh, or I don't know about the writer, but it's the director of uh uh, God damn it, Ex Machina. You wouldn't be able to tell because I love that movie. Uh, yeah, I love that movie, but this I, what the fuck <laughs> Miyazaki? That's his name. Miyazaki. Yeah, uh, yeah. He did another movie that I didn't see. Besides Ex Machina. No, not... What? Not Ex Machina? What? No. Miyazaki is a Japanese Disney. How's Moving Castle guy? Oh, I thought you were talking about the right, the director of this movie. No, 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 no. no, no. I don't I'm, know. I'm talking about the guy. His designs. Like, the shit know. that he I makes. Don't know who me, I don't know who Miyazaki is. Yeah, you do. You've seen this shit. Okay. This, this shit. I've never seen that. <laughs> what? Oh, you've definitely seen this shit. All right, continue. You but, suck. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Anyway. So, yeah. So, but... Like, there were a lot of questions that this movie just did not answer. And so I'm sitting there like, what? The whole time? And I feel like there were things that happened with the characters. Like, I didn't get attached to any of the characters. Mm -mm. 
like there was a certain flashback that they could have just taken out period like uh natalie portman and the the other professor that she was with oh i was like what the fuck is the point of this oh my god I, there's some I mean, there's some message we're missing michael obviously yeah i'm like i don't we were we're missing this deeper meaning of this shit apparently we, we're not smart enough for this movie obviously need a and, phd and, of this much and then once you get to the final creature and then the things that happen with the final creature and i'm just like what so and I, and I, and again that's that's going back to what i said about uh what should go on the posters like i'm very intrigued but i'm very bored like the fact that this movie didn't answer any question that i had and it's not that you necessarily got to spoon feed me but if i'm gonna eat i at least need utensils and i didn't <laughs> even get utensils so it's like uh, i don't know I, because this movie looked great i give it a low passable just because it looked gorgeous but in terms of the story like i don't know what the fuck <laughs> like basically yes what the fuck <laughs> i think you basically summarized my thoughts uh we're too in sync you need to love this movie <laughs> yeah it's fucking amazing no i wish i did <laughs> fucking wasted my time i should just been like fuck no michael i don't want to see annihilation shut, shut the fuck up <laughs> but no i was like yeah i'll see it hell yeah movie pass but i mean like i like the atmosphere of the movie it to me at first it felt like silent hill you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like everyone had a certain level of non-enthusiasm about all the lines they were saying. Specifically, the the commander, the commander character. I, I got big ups. I don't remember her name, but the the woman in charge of the yeah, the, I don't remember her name. But the, the way she delivered all her lines was like, I'm super uninterested with everything I'm saying, even though the shit happening around me is ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's monsters and shit and insane shit happening around her and all her lines are delivered like this. I've got to just go and I've got to keep moving. Like, it's like, damn girl, like nobody's excited. Like nobody's scared. Like, <laughs> I, the, the, the Spanish chick toward the middle started to get more like human, characteristics and reactions but for the most part everybody seems like sucked of life energy um and even yeah and i was gonna say, and for the most part like i don't fall asleep in movies like that's something i just fall asleep i was falling asleep i wasn't surprisingly no, I, I, was, fall asleep in movies. I was starting like i heard myself starting to i was like what get up wow i heard myself starting to snore because it, the movie i was followed, like get up get the fuck up i was like no the movie followed this weird arc where like i thought it was gonna become like it, it started off intriguing then when things start happening in the middle, when they actually go into the shimmer, it, it gets more intriguing. But then it has this drop off because all the questions it raises, it doesn't that answer. They never at all. answer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like um, you left me just frustrated and, and confused and angry now. <laughs> and maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm not seeing whatever the deeper messages of this movie because everybody else is saying that they fucking love it. Online. That's what I'm saying. Apparently, all the viewers are saying that's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, apparently, apparent, like I said, apparently we're not smart enough yeah, for this movie. I don't, I don't get it. I'm just pissed that it was, I felt like it was false advertising because I was expecting a horror movie I mean, and maybe, there were horror maybe, elements. Maybe it's expected for you being the dumbest Avenger. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I'm supposed, to be, I'm supposed to be the genius. Apparently I must be the dumbest Avenger too. Wow. So basically it was an intriguing premise and setup, but terrible fucking execution. Mm -hmm. that's, that's my review. And I, I give it less than passable because it... Like I said, it's like a Black Mirror episode, but like a bad one because it just it, it had. Oh, not in sync. I said straight passable. You said straight passable. They said less like low passable. What I said, I said passable. Whatever, low passable, less passable is in it. Whatever, I'm less than passable. I can't. 
But yeah, low yeah low passable. If that's what, if I said, passable. but it's not poor vision because I think it did have a good premise. Like I mean, yeah, for it to be a sci-fi movie, like if, I mean, I guess if you're a sci-fi fan, maybe you're interested. But I'm a sci-fi fan, so I'm like, I can't even say that. No, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just I think Cloverfield Paradox did it better. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I, I just sad. Yeah, but um. So let's talk about the problem. But I mean, the, like I said, the movie looked gorgeous. Yeah, it looked good. The, like I said, the effects were like good. the effects were great. The 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 vibrancy the of the, the vibrancy of the colors. Yeah, the animatronics for the monsters. Monsters. I feel like there's one monster. Let's talk well, about the that. crocodile. Oh yeah, yeah the crocodile. Was that then, CG or was that? No, I think that was I think that was animatronic because she also held the mouth open. True. It's both, but that's, they have a good mixture. Because when they're, they're, and then the bear. Let's talk about that. Okay, so what ends up happening? In the, we got to talk about the spoilers. That's what point. like that's when I started to wake back up when that happened. Yeah, when things happened. Yeah, they they raised an interesting question where it's like in the shimmer, it's like every it's like a refraction of everything around you. The light is refracting through everything in that area, so mm-hmm. the DNA is splicing between everything. So plants are starting to grow in the forms that look like people. Like plants are growing in these weird ways where like there's a bunch of different plants in one plant. Um, animals are like basically having like um, having a metamorphosis, like duplicated rows of teeth. They're, be, they're and becoming they're, they're becoming like the animals in Avatar. Yeah, actually, yes, a, that's a, a good pol- comparison. A polar dog. Yeah, a man bear pig. Yeah. That's really what this thing. It's a man bear pig from South Park. A, a lion turtle. So they end up running into a fucking bear that is like part human. Yeah, because uh, it ate one of their uh, their members, and as her her dying screams is part of its is now roar. part of its roar. And it's terrifying. It's like haunting. Yeah, that's when the movie got. Ah! That's when the movie was at its best. When that shit started happening, it was like, what and then the it dips, fuck? and then right after that moment happens, it takes a nosedive because <laughs> they kill it immediately. I was like, damn! But, but you even kill that, but even it's not just because you kill it, but like you can still keep the momentum going. But I feel like the momentum. Like I said, took a nosedive right after that. Well, because that was the only real antagonist in, that they were in. Ca- that, was, that was my thing, too. Like, all these teams got destroyed before them. They were all military teams. They weren't even military. Like, the, the apparently, because of this refraction, it also drives people crazy. Because you start merging, basically. Or, well, yeah, or like, the, team, the team before them was all military. Yeah. And then this time, they decided to send the scientists. And they, they happened to be, like, the smartest in the field. And they just happened to be all women. Yeah. You know what this episode reminded me of? I mean, this episode. This movie reminded me of... Remember that one part in Rick and Morty where they go to that planet of cobs where everything's on a cob and Rick freaks the fuck out and it's like, wait, the birds are on a cob and the mountains are on a cob and the sun's on a cob. Everything's on a cob. And Rick's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We got to get the fuck out right now. And they run out. Is it because of this shit where it's like if everything's on a cob because he was even like your DNA's on a cob. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it, it starts corrupting everything. And that's kind of what this was. It was an interesting idea where like just by being in this in the shimmer you start merging with your surrounding environment or taking on its qualities and like that that also fucks up your brain and makes you not know who you are or merges your personality with someone else's uh-huh it's crazy like it's just the premise because i mean so even strange. the general even the general said something like towards the end when she was like my goal in here was to get to the lighthouse to find out what's going on and i need to do it like now otherwise the me that's going to get there is not going to be me anymore like, did you understand? You were in spoilers, people. Did you understand that crazy part with um her her boyfriend or her husband? What's his name? I don't know his name, but whatever. Uh, Oscar uh, Isaac. Oscar Isaac's character, where the Oscar Isaac that she met in the beginning of the movie wasn't 
her Oscar Isaac. It was like I guess one of the other guys that was just around him so long that he became him. Is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not that as the writer apparently, because I mean, I mean, we they kind of they kind of established that it not, it wasn't it wasn't him. And it wasn't Natalie Portman either because you saw like they did a zoom up on their eyes and their eyes shimmered. But I thought maybe I didn't think it wasn't her. It was that she just had the shimmer in her now. Or like that that refractory light lens thing. Where the fuck? Because I mean, they both asked like, are you are you my whatever? And he's like, I don't know. And she asked, he's like, are you whatever his, her name is? And she just she just stared. And then they hugged each other. And then you saw the shimmer in their eyes. Dun, dun, so, it's dun. Like, so it's like, is that them? Is that not them? I don't know. You decide. They, they lost me when the fucking non-carbon-based alien became humanoid and like mirrored her. And then like. And then like pressed rape, her against the wall. Yeah, yeah, like rape pressed her against the wall. I'm like, what is happening? Is and then started, mim- then started mimicking her. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I was lost as fuck. I'm like, is this something deep? And then she blew it up and ran. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> and then what you brought up with the, the, the black professor that she was fucking on the side. She was cheating on her, her fiance. Well, te- well her not really, because she, she thought he was dead. What Was that when she thought he was dead? I thought that was... When he was just away. No, because remember she said he was gone for twelve months with no word. They they couldn't find they couldn't find his. So she thought he was dead. That's why when he came back, she was shocked. Oh, I thought that flashback with the black guy was just while he was away. Like just I think it was during that, during that time he was away, which I'm pretty sure she thought he was dead. Okay, then get, I get it less than <laughs> I get it even less than I thought. But I even got then, it. it's like what I don't. That's that? nothing. That's nothing to do with what's going on. So it's like, why are you even showing this? Like, it, it'll make sense if you showed it in the beginning, but for them to cut away in the middle while they're in the shimmer, like I didn't get it. Like I'm like, what was the? What is the point of? And this? then Tessa Thompson becomes plants. Yeah, she becomes poison ivy, basically. I don't. I don't know, man. But they don't show it because she. What you saw the plants coming out of her body, but then she walks away. Yeah, you can't. You know, before you see the full meta, the full transformation. But like going into it and with the trauma we think, and it's kind of like she does this speech before. It's like, is the is this, is the making is this, you do it? Is this supposed to be deep? Like what the fuck? Or I'm like, what's making her say that? Is it the shimmer? Is the shimmer like making her talk like this? Yeah, I'm like, why do you want to become a plant all of a sudden? Because <laughs> she kind of made it. Yeah, she made it seem like I'm okay with this. I want to be a plant now. Yeah. What? Why? And, and why is it affecting everyone else but Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. I mean, apparently it did affect her because she has the, she has it in her eye. But she said. But when they even but, ask her that, she's like, I don't know. But no, she she <laughs> she, she, she said something like, "Isn't it obvious? I had to get back. Didn't what? they all have to get like? I don't yeah, like what? What? Yeah, it's <laughs> like what? What? What's happening? Like I said at the end of my rating, what the fuck? That's basically how I feel about this movie. But going into it, what I thought was it was gonna just wrap it up. What I thought it was gonna be was like a horror movie because the trailer made it seem like that man bear pig thing was going to be a big part of it and I thought the man bear pig was just going to be a tee up not to a fucking random ass alien that just mimics CGI her CGI alien yeah. that just yeah mimics her look dumb as fuck and then that weird ass scene where she looks into it like the deadlights like an it <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was a weird scene but I thought it was going to be like um, the thing where like you get closer to the middle and you get these crazy ass weird mutated humanoids with like a thousand arms and a thousand eyes because they going like they start teasing out like that things were moving inside of them like their intestines were like alive almost it seemed yeah. their skin was moving 
Um, she saw her fingerprint was moving. The the weird dude they found like a horror video game where you find like the the last team and it's like it's crazy like corrupted on the wall. It's like it's like growing into the wall. It's like this giant canvas looking motherfucker looking thing. And it looks crazy. So I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna. Like, have you ever played um Dead Space? I love those games. All three of them. I thought you were going to run into shit like that. Like you were running into like these crazy mutated like combined people monsters. I, I was hoping they'd make more in the series because I love those Dead Space games. They should make that fucking live action movie. That should be a franchise, but whatever. Yeah, I agree. But but yeah, it's like that's why I wanted to see. That's why I thought was going to happen in this movie. None of that. N- absolutely none of that. So like, what the fuck killed the, the other groups? Just the fact the man bear pig? Just that they went crazy and killed themselves? Or they went crazy and they or they mutated into the flowers. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. This movie was dumb. The only one that made it out apparently was Oscar Isaac's character, but then it's like, it wasn't is him. That, yeah, is that that's not him? Is that really him? Ah, oh, fuck this movie. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. I'm like, what is what is going on? Let's get into anime with Mike A and Jordan. We gotta change this shit. It's not it's not anime anymore. Now it's just animated shit, <laughs> or or things based on animated shit. I mean, it's still anime. Is it though? Dragon Ball. I mean, because we're not going to talk about Super forever because it's ending. Then My Hero comes back and. All right, what do you want to talk about first? Bat- Batman or uh, Full Metal? Uh, we can talk Batman. All right, let's get into Batman Gotham by Gaslight. There's a butcher in this town preying on poor women, and the Gotham police stand twiddling their thumbs. Your evening attire, sir. That was not the suit. I need Alfred. I mean to rid Gotham of the Ripper. He's a skilled hunter. And he's just getting started. You're studying me. You're a fascinating subject. I'm not just another pretty face. Bruce Wayne, you are under arrest. You can't imagine I'm actually the Ripper. The deluxe suite. I need to get out of here. Gotham needs the Batman. Every moment puts women in danger. Or Gaslight by Gotham. I don't know what the fucking title is. <laughs> <laughs> it's th- those words are in there somewhere. It's Batman versus Jack the Ripper, all right? That's what the fuck it is. It's Batman set in Victorian yeah, England. In Victorian England. Yeah, fighting There's fucking Jack the Ripper. Elseworld. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Rating, and let's, let's, let's break the shit open. Uh, rating for the most part when the DC animated universe is not in the new 52 they always kill it like once they dip into new 52 it's always it's trash yeah. so since this is not new 52 again they killed it no and, I don't even agree with you though Kill jo- Killing Joke wasn't that shit was trash oh uh, yeah that's true yeah but they still did it they still kind of made the new 52 animation that animation style Yes. You can always Was it t- Bruce Timm? It was Bruce you, can, Timm. you can always tell that 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 uh the different animation style, the new fifty two. I guess. It's still Bruce Timm though. That's animated Batman. That's the Batman animated series, dude. Yeah, but that, yeah. I but so okay, I'll take it back then. <laughs> Killing Joke was trash. They've just been on a downward streak. That's really what it's been. Yeah, lately they've been on a but it started once they started doing new fifty two stuff. Yes, agreed. But this was surprisingly very good like i enjoyed the elseworld aspect of it which i didn't think i would i'm just like just give me a regular batman story like why well, put this in fucking victorian like victorian england really let me say that but how many regular batman stories have you had like i get it. i get why to change it up it's like that batman ninja thing they're doing 
Like, fuck it. Like, just, just switch it up. We've gotten so many Batman stories so far. Yeah, but there's so many stories that animated stories that they could do, like Hush or... That's also true. <laughs> also true. And that they haven't. Or like a Kingdom Come oh, my God. animated movie. An animated but, Kingdom Come would be amazing. But yeah, but especially with the twist at the end, like, I give this a perfect vision. I'm just, I, th- I'm I, thought just it was, I thought it was... I thought some of the animation was a little clunky. Yeah. But overall, I thought the animation was, you know, decent. And the sto- the story was the story was great. Yeah, I'm going to echo you. I I actually really enjoyed it. And I went in very much like arms crossed like, "Oh, here we go. Another especially, DC yeah, anime." Especially movie. after that Batman and Harley. Oh my god. And it didn't start off well either because it start off immediately this is not really spoilers, but there's uh, poison, poison ivy, ivy getting like super yeah, dancing, sexualized. sexualized, naked. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh. here, we, I'm like here we go. <laughs> oh, they wasted no time. <laughs> so it started off a little shaky, but by the end of it, I was, I was, I was won over. Like they had interesting characters, and I, I, and I love Elseworlds stories anyway. So to see like how they kind of changed up some of the classic um, origins for these characters, to, you know, to set it in Victorian England. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, that fucking twist. Like I. I did not, and it, like, this movie did a job because it, it it had a mountain to climb. Because even the the villain, up until like the last third, I was like, "The fuck, man, Jack the Ripper, get the fuck, it's Batman." That's what I was it's thinking. Batman. I was like, the whole time watching the movie, I'm like, "Yo, we need who is this guy? Because he Word. is fucking Batman up." I was mad every time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fucking a Catwoman, fucking a Batman. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was like, get the this fuck out of here. This better be Ra's al Ghul. But I was satisfied by the twist. Me too. I did not see it coming. I did, yeah. So, uh, yeah, perfect vision. Um, let's just jump right into this. Didn't spoiler. see that coming. I, no, I did not. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just jump right into spoilers. Fuck it. Uh,. Jack the Ripper's Jim James Gordon. I know. <laughs> what? I wasn't expecting that. Commissioner Gordon is the Jack te- Ripper. I sent you a text. I was like, Jim Gordon is the is the Ripper. Holy shit! I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see that because I was that's because for the most part, and and I think this is a, this is the way that they set it up. It was and it was good that they did that, even though it was set in Victorian England. For the most part, the characters were still the characters that we know. Mm-hmm. So. You know, Batman was still Bruce Wayne. Catwoman is still Selena Kyle. She's still a vigilante. Like I love the fact how I like how they put the origin of the Robins in here, and they're like all little. They're all orphans of like slightly different ages. Yeah, I like that. That was cute. And so, because like for the most part, the characters were still the characters. You got Jim Gordon. You're expecting Jim Gordon to still be Jim Gordon. It's like nope, they made him a villain this time around. But you could do that and it not work out well. But the way they executed it was fucking. I was I was totally buying it. Once the the reveal happens and you see that he's been like torturing his wife and she's got half her face burned mm-hmm. and she's like fucking broken crazy. Like he's on a mission. He's doing God's work. Like oh shit, Jim made his wife nuts. <laughs> yeah. And then he's all like you know about the the whores and the adulterers. <laughs> You you harlots! Yeah, he's he's one of those. Having the character like you know that's on the side of justice, having end up having an a skewed version of justice. I'm all about that. You know, having seen Killmonger, <laughs> but I was like, damn, bravo, Batman. He's inspired by Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> um, what are some other things I liked? Uh. But they also and, retroactively and, made me yeah, appreciate so, the fact yeah, that so the reveal made it made me that's understand why could or fight more appreciate yeah it was like oh okay now I get it yeah before that I was just like what the fuck I was like uh okay 
And you know, there has been times James Gordon's been like a war veteran, and they kind of they, they, they kind of had that be the reason why he's a little bit broken. Yeah, because he was part of a war, and then he also they said they also said that he was like a trained fighter or mm. whatever. Yeah, but I like the little changes and nods, like they had like the bat attic instead of the bat cave. That was dope. Um, the characterization, like they actually made me feel for the side characters. Like I, I kind of. I didn't really care that much, but I was still like, oh, man, I killed the nun, the sister Leslie. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, that's depressing. <laughs> Come on, son. Um, and, and same thing with, uh, what's his name? Doctor Strange. Not Hugo, 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 Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't expect, I didn't expect him to die. I, I thought he was going to have a bigger part. Like I thought he was going to be behind the Jack the Ripper thing. Yeah, I thought he was going to be, but not, I didn't think he was going to be Jack the Ripper, but I thought he was going to be behind it. Yeah, same. And he wasn't. <laughs> so, like, that moment that it ended up like uh james gordon came to him and was gonna kill him like i thought th- i didn't i didn't think that was i thought that was batman mm-hmm. i mean but they did a good job of like giving some some life to the character that's been the weakest part of the dc movies or anime movies and then live action ones but especially the anime movies lately they like feel like the story and the characters have been weak but they give moments to like catwoman and batman like in the uh the apartment after they fucking bang uh-huh. <laughs> and you talk about their origins like, but th- even the first like the first time that they even though they weren't really having sex but like when they opened up the uh, oh, carriage the, the carriage and the cops were like oh my bad that was good <laughs> <laughs> and then they really bang and the guy was like so lucky <laughs> yeah but when they're in the um in the apartment and they're kind of like she talks about like you know her her life on the streets and her being like being a uh, circus being the circus and and she kind of talks about his parents a little bit like I felt that I'm like, oh, this is actually I actually care it's about char- these character characters. development. Yeah, for for you know Catwoman and Batman, I already know these characters, but in this movie now I like them a little bit more. A little bit more. I like these versions of the characters. Uh-huh. Um, I also like the little nods, like when Selena was running away from Jack the Ripper at the end, and she uses her blood on the searchlight to make the to bat make signal. the bat signal. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. All right, <laughs> I'm like, come on, DCEU. This is this is what I'm saying. Like when when the anime movies can do it. What's your excuse? What's going on, guys? They, they need to get those same writers. Just really not, do. not not lately. Not the <laughs> But like uh but like the writers of like Superman, Batman, Public Enemy. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen all the anime movies. Yeah, like those writers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um but they, I mean they, they they did such a good job with these characters that they made me feel like I kind of I like and I like the ending like uh with the with the three robins he's like alfred are these yours he's like no master they're yours are, they're yours he looked at him like bitch what <laughs> you're fired <laughs> you're fired get out of my carriage get out. <laughs> but uh but i feel like they should get job with the characters that by the end when jim james gordon died and he died laughing in fire when he backed into the fire uh-huh. i was like yo they, they made james gordon on the level of joker for this movie i'm like okay he went out like a boss like a boss again like killmonger yeah because because batman tried to arrest him and he's like no nah, fuck that bury me in the fire <laughs> bury me in the fire <laughs> with my ancestors <laughs> all right is there anything you want to add with that though no it was, i hope more of the animation movies are like this and not like which it's not going to be because there's what's the next one it's going to be in the new i'll talk about it in the news and it's already it's not going back to New 52, is it? It's going back to New 52. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, but it's not a New 52 story, but it's the same like animation style. And, awesome. and then it's like, why are we doing this again? Good safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about... Oh, God, I pulled you again. What is, what is this? Who? <laughs> <laughs> 
Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, Full Metal Mike, Alchemist. Why, why can't I find what it is? Kind of Full down. Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. The, the anime. <laughs> well, the movie, not but, the anime. But that's, that phrase is from the anime. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's from, from the Like the, the middle bumper. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Full Alchemist. Metal Alchemist. <laughs> like a video game startup screen. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah. I don't even know where to start with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny we're talking about this. It's like this is Jamie's favorite anime. Ah, oh, it's such a shame she's not here to talk about it. The movie. But... Would you, would you want her to talk about it? Because she would just go outrageous. <laughs> she would go full, truly outrageous. Well, I don't know. If she, I don't know. If she would like this. I don't know. If she would like this. She would hate this. I hated this. Did you <laughs> like this? Get the fuck out if you like this. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was meh. Ah, it's too good. <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought it was decent. I thought and, it was all right. All right. So okay, I've you I've, you, you were texting me like trash. I'm like, it's not trash, it's but trash. it's not. I haven't. It's even, not good. <laughs> I haven't even finished Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I've, but I've seen the entire original series of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, like I've never. I had no connection to Full Metal. I didn't. I never started. Why? I never even heard of Full Metal for the most part wow. until like the movie and stuff was coming out, and I wanted to, like, I wanted to get through the anime before I watched the movie. But I couldn't. I only got through the first twelve episodes. It's, Not, it's like a bunch of. It's like seventy. Yeah, it's episodes. like it's like sixty-one episodes. So I tried. I started in the beginning of this week. But that's I, crazy. I, but I didn't like just watch it straight through. I was like doing other. I had to watch other stuff. I was doing other stuff. So you you have no point of reference. Nah. This is there's like death note all over again. You have no real point of a reference. So you just. But like, I eh, mean whatever. But I mean based I mean, on the ep- shit. But I mean based on the episodes. Material, but no, because it's different but. with death note. <laughs> because with death note, I've never seen anything from the original anime. With this, I've seen twelve episodes, and for the most part, the twelve episodes that I saw is a lot of what they covered in the movie. Oh yeah, it's the the anime is definitely the uh the the worst type of translating of an anime to a movie where they just literally take the basic plot points in the outline of the anime and just try and rush through it in a movie form and that shit don't work. Yeah. <laughs> it never works. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I agree. You gotta adapt it. It has to be actually adapted. You have to change the story somehow to fit the new medium. You can't just be like, okay, well, these plot points worked in the anime. Let's just just jump right to those in the movie. That'll yeah, because there, right? there were moments that like, no, there were moments that they did in the in the anime. I mean, in the uh, in the movie that they basically took directly from the anime, but it didn't have fucking be- spoilers because they were because they didn't have the time to invest in that. They just jumped to it. It didn't have the same emotional weight, like the moment where uh, did Hughes die in? Not even just not even Hughes, but I was talking did, about but by episode twelve. Did Hughes die in the anime? He, uh, yeah, Hughes is dead by where I where I am. Okay, all right, good. I think Hughes died in like episode nine. Okay, at least it's not a spoiler for that then. But yeah, but like the moment that uh that Al confronts Ed. It was like, am I really, am I really your brother? Like, Oh yeah, that shit did not work at all. In the it, movie. Did, it didn't, it tra- didn't. And then like the fact that like, uh, Winry was like, no, the reason he, you know, was so conflicted and stuff. Cause he feels like it's his fault. And I was like, that didn't translate. Like they basically did it beat for beat. 
in the anime, the only difference is this one took place in an abandoned warehouse, and on the anime, they they fought in the hospital. Mm. But for the most part, the lines and what happened was beat for beat. And I'm yeah. like, this didn't trans. This doesn't translate as well. Never did the Hughes death didn't translate? The yeah, because I'm like, who the, yeah, because I'm like, who the fuck is Hughes <laughs> yeah. in this anime? I'm fucking. He had like two conversations with Ed. Yeah, know, and then he's dead. And it's like, like you just introduce people to kill them, like the uh, Nina's dad, fucking Tucker, or even or even Nina. Yeah, or even Nina. No, she's still adorable. Nina dying in anything is just sad because you're killing a kid to turn into a monster. Yeah. Just You wanna play? Yeah, it's like it's just Edward. <laughs> and it doesn't work as well because like you're missing like the animation of the anime and like the heavy line work and the drama. Like that's that scene specifically, the Edward scene, was way heavier than the anime, just in tone of how it was directed, how it looked. Like it was like a dark night. It was like stormy, I think. This shit was like broad daylight. It was just in the corner. Like, uh-huh. it didn't, there was no drama. Maybe with that, uh, the effects were pretty decent. For an anime movie in Japan, yes, I'd agree with that. They're decent. It, this is actually literally what um the Airbender movie should have been. I was going to say, it looked better than the yeah. last Airbender, the movie, and that had a, I'm pretty sure that had a way higher budget. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's just like, I don't know. It's It wasn't good, especially if you've seen the now, even the look, of, Even the look of Alphonse. Yeah, it, it, it worked well for what it was. But it didn't look great. Like it didn't look amazing. It just looked okay. Well, no, it didn't look. It didn't look like a fucking civil war. But I mean, for what it was, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty decent. Look at TV shit. No, I think cause a I, little bit I think better. It better than I was gonna shit. say it looked better than some of the stuff you see on like the Flash. Yeah, it's a little bit better than the CW Flash shit. But it's still like it's not amazing. It's just, like whatever. Well, no, I didn't say it was amazing. You put words in my mouth. Well, that's, I'm just I'm just qualifying it. Like it's not like so it's it's nothing to write home about. It's not like I was watching. It's like oh, the action scenes are dope. They weren't. They, they just make me appreciate the anime more. Like, especially in the beginning, where Ed's like a rag doll being thrown around by like uh, the dude with the philosopher's stone, throwing him, like using shit on him. Yeah. I was like, yo, how durable are you? Like, in the anime, it works, but in real life, when you're like bouncing like down yeah, the street. Sm- yeah, the sm- he got smacked in the face by a giant rock. Yeah. And he just, all he had was a bloody nose. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and like the homunculi, the villains just fell flat because they were just. Yeah, they were, they were generic because you didn't spend any time with them. Yeah. They were just there. There wasn't even a subplot of, like, and they completely stripped down the they, plot. They didn't even show the father. Yeah, exactly. They stripped out all that. But I mean, but but with that, they, they definitely set this movie up to have sequels. To have sequels. I hope it never gets them. It depends, hey, can we just it talk depends, about- It depends on how it does. I hope it does terribly. Uh, can we just talk <laughs> about um, the fact that this movie had, um, oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, the first time, this is like one of the first times that the the whitewash, there should have been whitewashing, but there wasn't. Yeah, because looking at like Edward and Eric, like as kids, as kids, like they, they, they bleach their, their hair, with the bleach blonde hair. I'm, I'm like, like this looks, <laughs> looks terrible. <laughs> I'm like, yo, tell me why you bleaching your kid's hair though. That don't make no sense. But, but even the mother, like, well, the mother makes condescension because she's an adult, but still the, the red hair. That scene fell flat too when she gets revived and she's like the skeleton monster. Because it was so unclear. Like, I feel like the details were, like, horror-style details in the anime. But in this, like, it's so filled with billowy smoke and CGI. You can't even see what the fuck it was. Yeah, you couldn't really see her that much. Yeah. Are you a zombie? What the fuck? Anyway. But, yeah, I feel like the anime, it's built to be, like, European. Like, it's Shao Tucker. Like, you know what I mean? The, the names, Edward, uh-huh. Alphonse. Yeah, Alphonse. Edward, Edward. 
Alphonse they're, they're white character. They have blue eyes and blonde hair. They're not like Japanese characters. No. This is like one of the few anime that's actually white people. And this is the one time it's a Japanese based. But I mean, anime but movie. at the same time, you got to forgive it because it takes it takes place in Japan. Like it's filmed in Japan. And it's not like it's in America. Like Jap- Japanese, oh, I, I for the completely. most part, Japanese people don't like. They're like ninety eight percent a homogeneous nation. And they're xenophobic, so yeah, that too. But I'm just saying, like, it's just the irony of like the one time we get an adaptation live action. It's like you really could have been white. Same thing with Attack on Titan. It's like this is like the two examples. There's only two. There's yeah, there's so only, few there's examples. Yeah, there's only two. <laughs> These are the two times you make it Japanese. Gotcha. All right, cool. But Attack on Titan is only like two characters as opposed to the whole cast. Because no, like, I don't, I don't, only like I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Aaron. Yeah, Aaron is Aaron Jaeger. Oh German. yeah, Aaron Jaeger. The, yeah. And they make a note in Attack on Titan that the only Japanese character. Because I was just thinking about the the hair. I was thinking about like uh, what's his face. No, you got to go by the names. Uh, the only two Japanese characters are the two Mikasa, M- Mikasa, and um, Levi. He's half. It's like, and that's why the most they're super badasses because <laughs> they're the only Asian ones. <laughs> they can't be stopped. They're the best of the best. <laughs> but I don't know. This this movie was trash to me. It it they they oversimplified so much of the anime. Toward the end, it becomes just like a generic Hollywood. Like, oh, we've got an army of what were they zombies? Zombie humongous. Yeah, I don't know if that happens in an anime. It doesn't. Because I was like, because I, I was like, is this something that happens towards the end? As far as I know, I don't think that happens. I, I mean, but you said that. you didn't finish Brotherhood. I didn't finish Brotherhood, but I don't think that happens. <laughs> it just seems random. I mean, yeah, it definitely was random and didn't have any emotional weight to it. They even took away the badass Mustang scene. Like, it was so cool in the anime, and they fucking butchered it in this movie. They kill the homunculi, you know, when they burn, like, oh, I'll burn you until you're dead. That's fucking dope as fuck in the in the anime. I didn't get there. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that, see, this movie ruined it for you because it was the dopest ass. Well, no, because I mean, once I get to it, it's probably it's gonna be more than likely it's gonna be better in the anime, so I'm gonna enjoy it more. That's yeah, true. I'm like just like Death Note, like I enjoyed it more watching the anime. And, and Grant, I will say, like, even though I'm only twelve episodes into uh, Brotherhood. Mm. And so I can't make a full judgment, but this is definitely going to be up there in like one of my favorite animes. Like I enjoy it. Like I enjoy the fuck out of this. Brotherhood? Like, yeah. Like I'm so 12. You already think that? Wow. Yeah. Like I, I told Jamie, like I'm like, I'm, I just started watching uh Brotherhood and I f- love the fuck out of this. Wow. Okay. Um, do we rate this? Do we rate it? Uh, no. All right. Let's rate it. What's your rating? But the anime so far, since I'm watching that, I'll rate that. The anime so far, I give a perfect vision. Same. Although they pissed me off because now I'm on this uh, like episode 12 and they changed the opening theme song. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I love the theme song. I don't like the opening theme. I don't like the new opening theme song. Is that the one where he does this shit? I don't know, but I recorded it on my stories. I was like... What is this, guys? What the fuck is this opening theme song? They're like, don't worry. It changes like three more times. I'm like, no. I like the original. <laughs> Welcome to the anime, Michael. That's what happens, dude. They change every season. <laughs> no, fuck that. Wow. Hold up. No, I don't have it anymore. That was from, so that was from yesterday. Yeah, okay. I don't have it anymore. Wait, so what did you read it? Uh, the, the, the live action version. I would give it a... Low passable, low passable. Yeah, I give it a very low, less than passable. <laughs> if I could give it poor vision, I would. But at least the effects were at least decent. 
I mean, it wasn't terrible. If you've never seen Full Monogamous before, maybe you won't be offended by it. That's why. I, that's why I rated because I'm like I'm only twelve episodes in, so I'm not that invested in. But even the, what you've seen, like even the Hughes thing, was executed so much better than the anime. Like and that's just this the Tucker thing, so much better than the anime. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but the homunculi, so much better than the anime. I'm, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to separate. I can't separate you're based on something you should at least try to elevate the source material don't fucking just try and duplicate it in a lesser form it's like that's that's definitely especially with the way they act like they definitely tried to do it like beat for beat almost they just didn't have as much time yeah that's why it's weaker and also the fact that you know it's even with the over the top like like not not acting but like how they do an anime, like sometimes they oh, get... I was going to mention that I hate how Rinry and fucking Ed do their... It's the same exact kind of comedy as in the anime, but it's so cringy watching real people try and act like anime characters. Like, it's just her being so like... And he's just like so stoic, like, oh, I don't know. Like, oh, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, it comes across as weird. <laughs> it's very weird. It's cringy. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about with this, with this shit? It's fucking trash. <laughs> no. I'll be I'll be outrageous for Jamie since she's not here. Okay. <laughs> truly outrageous, Jordan. Jordan, truly outrageous. I hated it. Oh, that's Jane. Ah, I hate it. Ah! <laughs> uh, let's get into emails before we get into news of the week. That way we don't feel like washed out by the end of the episode. And we're like, oh, emails. All right. <laughs> um, blue. I am finally reading your emails, guys. I'm sorry for the delay. I'm just forgetful and Michael is useless. <laughs> Whatever. I'm very useful. It's terrible at reminding me. I, rem- I reminded you before All the right. podcast started. Our first email comes from Filmmaker Kenny. Subject is podcast question. Filmmaker Kenny. Yes. Cast me. Uh, hey, guys. I've been listening to your podcast after finding your meme page on Instagram, and I really like both. Half of my like posts on Instagram is from your page. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Enjoying the podcast as a Marvel slash DC fan. I have a question for you guys to discuss. Would you rather live in a world where the DCEU is rebooted with a better cinematic universe, but Infinity War gets panned by critics, or would you rather have every DCEU film from Aquaman onwards onwards get rated certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? but have every new MCU film spoiled for you. Whoa. I'd rather have every MCU spoiled for me because spoilers don't bother me that much. So I'll still go into it and enjoy it as opposed to, say, Infinity War is a 10-year lead-up. So for that to panned. be... T- yeah, for that to be end up being terrible, no. that, is, that would be like the worst. <laughs> That'd be like BVS times 20 for me. Yes. <laughs> like, no! <laughs> It's like you get in the theater and it's like way more, surprise directed by Zack Snyder. Like yeah, no, because you're way more invested in like something like an Infinity War than you are for like a rebooted B- DCEU. There's no investment or anything like that. So it's like, yeah, no, I, I don't even have to think about yeah, that. Sorry, fuck DC. <laughs> Uh, thanks for taking my question and reading my email. Keep up the good work. Thank you, filmmaker Kenny. Next email comes from. Nathan, oh, this is uh, I am Thorges on IG. Nathan Petrelli. <laughs> yeah, sure. Love your podcast and all that you guys do for the Blur community. Here's my question: Do you think that during this time of political and racial strife in America, that a movie almost solely based in an African setting and culture be released? Hope you guys understand what I'm trying to ask. Do you think that during this time of political and racial strife in America, that a movie almost solely based in an African setting and culture be released? I mean, when isn't there? 
racial strife in America. <laughs> I think he means specifically like all of like the shootings and you know the police harassment and all that shit. Does he mean should be released? In an African setting and culture should be released, right? Not be released. I'm I'm not the one reading it. <laughs> uh, I phrased it. You didn't think that phrasing was weird? Do you think that during this time of political and racial strife in America that a movie almost solely based on an, in an African setting and culture be released? I think he means should be released. What I say, yeah, regardless. Yes. If it, if it creates strife by asking the questions or raising the questions, then that's more reason for the questions to be raised or for the issues to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you guys rock. Or, or even if there isn't any racial or political strife, like there's no Trump and Hillary Clinton won or whatever the case may be and everything's kumbaya, I'd still say the same thing. It's like, why can't there be, especially the first black superhero created in comics, and that is part of his storyline. Yeah, uh, yeah, those two things shouldn't be mutually exclusive. And then, like I said last week, like white people had Hogwarts, they have fucking Narnia, they got Middle Earth. Yeah, I actually now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I don't like that question just because it's like why? Granted, why we might it be not. We, we might be taking the question wrong. I don't know. Could be. I mean, the phrasing was a little odd. But I just mean like, when's our time? Like you know what I mean? Like I, I'm so sick. I'm posting a lot about Black Panther on my IG page. Like I can't tell you how many people I've seen comment, "Yo, man, Black Panther is done, dude. You gotta let it go. Stop posting about Black Panther so much. Stop posting about Black Panther. Stop posting about T'Challa." But it's like, motherfucker, you don't say shit if I post a million Iron Man sh- like posts or a million Captain America posts or a million Logan posts. But it's crazy to me that I've never seen so much pushback. When it comes to talking about Black Panther or Black issues or anything like that, it's, uh-huh. it's nuts to me. It's like you don't say shit when it's Iron Man, but if it's Black Panther, oh my god! Well, I see you're comments. Still- I see comments on your page. Like I love your page, bro, but you gotta be talk about. You gotta talk about race so much. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not even talking. About, some posts they say that I'm not even talking about race. I'm like the page is called Blurred Vision. But it's not even talking <laughs> about race. Sometimes I would just post things like I've seen that kind of comment on things. It's like a Black Panther post, just making a joke about Black Panther, but just because. There's a black guy in it. Somehow it's talking about race. I'm like, what agenda do you see being pushed by me making a joke about Black Panther? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? All right, that's my rant, Nathan. <laughs> um, next review or next email comes from Everything is Awesome. Everything is awesome. DC underscore unlimited. Everything underscore. is cool when you're having a dream or living a dream, whatever. <laughs> I believe Justice League is a good movie if you didn't know about what? <laughs> if you didn't know like, about the Superman mustache or don't focus on it and the way they ended it, but beside that overall, more than passable. The reason I believe you... No, keep going. <laughs> the reason I believe you weren't hyped about the movie is like when a girl strip tease you, get more excited. Wait, what? <laughs> That's the way Marvel did the build up the excitement ver- you spell shit, bro. versus DC they just came out naked and you're like okay this is doable I, I get the, the metaphor though yeah I mean I get what he's saying but no <laughs> DC jump in the game too late they were sitting on gold and now they are trying to match Marvel it's not going to work but I love the podcast sorry to hear that Jamie won't be back soon but you two are doing a good job but it was nice to hear a female perspective and I agree the last Dragon Ball Super was good Team Vegeta so I know what this is all like one sentence it was going to happen but that's it for now and have you take a peek at Boruto peace where do I start in that uh Jamie 
Thanks. I mean, yeah, we'll have a female on the uh, podcast soon with uh, Riri. With Riri, yeah. Ironheart. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully she teaches us how to make some uh, armor. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super's been good. Also Team Vegeta, so I agree with you on that. And Boruto, I've watched some clips of it on YouTube. It is depressing as fuck. I don't know what that is. It is essentially the sequel to Naruto, where it's about no, I've his never kid. watched Naruto. <laughs> okay, well... Just imagine if you were like 600 episodes or however long the manga is, where the fuck into Naruto growing up your entire life, and then they release a, a, like a side story or like a spinoff about his son and his son's adventures. You know how old as fuck I feel when I'm watching a story about the motherfucker I've seen since he was 12, and now he's grown up with his own fucking family and his family drama? It's crazy. I'm like, oh, this is like, I feel old, the anime. <laughs> But in terms of Justice League not being as good, uh, if you don't pay attention to Henry Cavill, no. <laughs> yeah, no. That just makes that the fact that Justice League isn't good is what makes Henry Cavill's mustache even more prominent. Because yep. if the movie was good, then you wouldn't really pay attention to that as much. But it's like the movie's not that good, and you have that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, one more email, and if I miss the emails, just uh, let me know. Just give me a CC for the next time, guys. Uh, this one's from Samuel Smith, and the subject is, please read this on the podcast. Okay, I didn't read that. <laughs> What's up, my blurds? First things off, Jordan. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. <laughs> First things off, Jordan is my favorite. Woo! No! Jordan gets a lot of hate, but I agree with him the most. Thank you, Jamie, for ruining Dragon Ball Super for me, now that it's not the same. Well, love the four-hour podcast. Fuck what everyone says. We need more. Follow all you guys on social media, except for Michael. The day I went to follow the black comic gay comic geek, he was working out in very skin-tight underwear, <laughs> which I watched for about five seconds and dropped the phone and ran far away as possible. <laughs> all. No problem, bro, because that's a problem that me and a lot of our friends have with Michael's page. It's not PC. <laughs> I'm not changing. Nope. <laughs> He's like, my page is about my dick. If you're not, if you're not with that, then you got, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like it, don't follow me. <laughs> uh, no hate, all love. Love the consistency of the Buffy references. Love the banter between my blurs the last couple of weeks. Review some more movies, please, and take a break from CWTV. It's all trash now. <laughs> I mean, not really. I didn't reference Buffy yet, but that's purposely because I have Buffy in the news. So oh, God. I don't need to have a Buffy reference, okay. which I guess technically I just did. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the podcast gets a perfect crystal clear vision from me, from a blurred in the West, my blurs in the East. Fuck bitches, get money, and smoke weed. And for the record, Hell my, yeah. for the record my boxers are not skin tight. <laughs> That's where you like draw the line in this, yes, in this, room, in this fucking email. <laughs> I am. Uh, I like the from the blurs in the west to the blurs in the east, from the window <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> All right, that's our emails for this week. Um, I'm trying to read more regularly. That was fun. And now we've got news of the week with Michael. Michael news. All right. Turn my phone on. Wow, this guy's trash. Shut the fuck up. I mean, it's not off, but it was He's so prepared. I'm always prepared. I'm oh. like the most prepared person you know. Are you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Black Panther is still breaking records. It, it's even beating Avengers with like in, in terms of how much it's grossed in this first week. Damn. And also now that we're in the second weekend. It's uh breaking more records because this weekend it's uh it cracked a hundred million again, over a hundred million. It's bringing in uh a hundred and eight million for this weekend, damn. Which brings its total in two weeks. It's, uh, total uh box office uh toll 
700 million. So black Hollywood Panther, cannot deny the might, power of people black, of so color. So yeah, Black Panther numbers. might end up breaking a billion. Sony's oh, definitely going to break a billion. You know this going to break a billion? Sony Sony uh Sony two only two weeks. You know this going to break a billion? I didn't say I don't think. I'm just saying with what the with the with the way this thing is going is it's going to break a billion a lot quicker than Oh yeah, it's definitely going to break a billion. It's it's gonna, it's leaving Justice League in the dust. No oh, it's already left Justice League. It's already made more than Justice. Justice League made like six forty or whatever. Globally, yeah, globally. Wow. Black Panther's already made more than Justice League globally. Wow. Domestically, it's already way. It's way past that now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Warner Brothers can't be happy. <laughs> but Marvel's definitely Marvel's definitely happy. <laughs> we fly high, no lie. <laughs> we know this, T'Challa. <laughs> But yeah, uh, just like you mentioned, and uh, one of the reviewers mentioned, we're gonna start doing album reviews. Well, this is part of this is part of my <laughs> album review. Album reviews on the on the podcast. Uh, the Black Panther album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 uh, last week. Wow! And uh, what, according to Nielsen, it sold 154,000 units. For uh, making it number one, and second week in a row this week, it's still number one on the chart. So two weeks in a row, just like the movie. Damn. So Black Panther's killing it, both in movies and in album sales. So Kendrick Lamar's getting that money. <laughs> He's like, y'all are haters. <laughs> so um, and they they use it well. Yeah. Like they they didn't use all those songs in the soundtrack in the movie. It was, no, they didn't. And they mostly used like some of the beats from them. So our our worries were for not. And I mean, like we said, I mean, we said overall for the most part, the 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 soundtrack is pretty deep. Like the songs themselves are nice. Yeah. It just didn't feel Black Panthery. <laughs> yeah, basically. But I mean, I guess. But I mean, it worked because, like I said, for the most part, they only played it during like the Killmonger scenes. So I mean, it worked since Killmonger's a mannequin. American. Well, with that, moving on for Black Panther news. Apparently, there's a couple of petitions going on with uh, for Black Panther, and I mean, I'm with I'm f- basically with all, with all these petitions. I'm with all of them, all three of them. There's okay. three separate petitions with regards to Black Panther. So, petition number one, which again, like I said, I'm here for it. Uh, fans are calling for a uh, prequel Wakanda series. That's like the origin of Wakanda. Okay. But they want it to be a movie. I say I want it to be like a Game of Thrones-esque type TV series as opposed to a movie. That'd be like, cool. Like the first uh, Black Panther and the, like when Vibranium first came to Wakanda and like the War of the Tribes before Black Panther was established. And then you see the rise of the, 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 the rise of the first Black Panther and Boss coming to them and giving them the vision. Yeah, that sounds dope. And then establishing the technology like that, I would I would like to see that as a series as opposed to a movie. Yeah. But I, I highly doubt it's going to happen. Oh, definitely. Not. <laughs> but, I mean, hopefully, maybe. But I mean, fans are petitioning, so we'll see. Another <laughs> again, uh, they should be all about expanding the Wakanda universe at this point without fucking blockbusters doing but yeah can you imagine like a series like a game of thrones type series about what it's just called wakanda yeah like, i can totally again white people get game of thrones narnia can we get a can we get a series middle earth <laughs> yeah middle earth i mean really all fantasy like there's not really yeah basically black fantasy we get we get one jedi <laughs> one 
you got the purple lightsaber. <laughs> Which I mean, that was his. I like the purple lightsaber. Though. That was his idea. Yeah. Yeah, that was his idea. I wanted to be purple. <laughs> I want that purple drink. But yeah, not the petition. Like I said, I'm here for all of these petitions. Okay. So fans are coming together, made a petition that they're saying they <laughs> they want the, the actual SoundCloud link for Claw's mixtape. I would love that. Why would, isn't that yes, tie-in? I would love that so hard. That should be like a Gary side movie. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do that as like a promotional thing. Like have like just one track. They should have. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like I want the SoundCloud link. <laughs> wasn't there a real song from Happy Birthday? Remember from uh, Thor Ragnarok? Remember they pressed the button on the collector ship and he had that weird Happy Birthday song play? It's my birthday. Oh, yeah. That was a real song. That was a real song. There's a whole song of that. Yeah, but I don't think that was specific for Thor Ragnarok. I think that was a. It act- wasn't? I think that was. A, I think that's an actual song. No, it was fucking. What's his name? Um, The actor, collector. Uh. Why well, can't I think of his name? <laughs> uh, fuck, I can't think of his name now. All of a sudden. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gonna bother me. Why? Why? Why the fuck can't I think of his name? Uh, it's late. Uh, not the collector, because that's Benicio del Toro, but uh, the grandmaster. The grandmaster. Well, I can't oh. think of his fucking name. It's going to bother. I'm going to have to look it up real quick. I know people are screaming in the podcast. Like, his name. It's so obvious, you fucking idiots. Like I Jeff Goldblum. There we go. I'm like, I see, I see his face. I can't yeah. think of his name. Well, I'm making the noise. <laughs> but yeah, I want that. I didn't know that. I didn't know if that was his, that was his voice. But I want the mixtape of Claw. Same. Also, uh, a final petition. There's a couple Black Panther petitions. But, uh, which, again... I'm here for it. People are demanding t- more of Mbaku in future Black Panther movies and other and other Marvel movies. Good. They want they want Funko pops of him. Like, Funko, there's no Funko pops of Mbaku. There's no, there's no Funko pop of Mbaku. That's some bullshit. Racism. Racism. <laughs> they got everybody else. This is not a thing. It's not racism. No, it's racism. Why not Mbaku? But I don't want a Funko. I because I'm not a Funko fan. I want an actual action figure. That, there's no action I, figure I'm in a figu- No, there's no action figure How? in How? He fights. The, he's one of the fights. The best fight, really. Apparently, it doesn't matter. But I want, okay, a, I want, a, fig- I want a figure of M'Baku. Bullshit. So, that's what I need. Give me a figure of M'Baku. So, yeah, that's the final bit of, uh, of Panther petition news. But that's not the end of the Panther news. Okay. So, this happened at a theater in uh, Sparta, New Jersey. They had to shut down a screening of Black Panther, and they had to give uh, refunds to a bunch of people because a woman, a white woman, okay. was making very loud noises during the movie, and she started yelling obscenities and yelled "nigger." Whoa! At I don't know if it was at the people in like the screen or if it was at the people in the audience, but she just started yelling out the word "nigger." And being very loud and disruptive, so they had to shut down the whole theater. How ironical! Sparta, is, New Jersey. This is the f- oh, shame, shame, <laughs> New Jersey, shame. I was like, "Where's Sparta, New Jersey?" I mean, obviously New Jersey, but where the fuck is Sparta? <laughs> I think it's in the middle. I, I've I've been through Sparta just because it's fun to say. This Sparta. is Sparta. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like of all these screenings, like everybody was like all those fake Twitter things of like, "Oh, black people hurt me." The only real incident is a, a white, white woman yelling nigger. Yeah, being racist. 
Isn't that the shit? White people tell us that we're the violent ones, but it ends up being them or the assholes. <laughs> I mean, history tell you that. <laughs> fucking facts. But say that online, people get butt hurt though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna just start doing. You do not speak here. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna just start doing when I when when white people do some bullshit. I'm just be like, <laughs> <laughs> you do not speak. I will skin you alive and feed you, feed you to my children. I'm just kidding. I'm vegetarian. But yeah, this is uh, some funny news. Apparently, which I didn't know this, but and I'm like, so black people are basically gonna come go to go here and take it over. But what? There's a Wakanda, Illinois. Okay. It's spelled differently, but it's the child of the mayor. <laughs> but it's it's spelled it's spelled differently, but it's pronounced the same way. Wakanda, Illinois. Illinois of all places. Yeah, Illinois. That's why I was like, black people, a black bunch of black people about to move to Illinois. It's a small city. <laughs> And the mayor has been, and the city hall in general has been having issues ever since the Black Panther movie came out. Because why a bunch of people have been calling city hall and the mayor's office. <laughs> Charles, is that you? That they've been asking is T'Challa the king? Wow. Or they've been asking how much vibranium do they have? <laughs> and, or they just they've just been asking a bunch of stuff about like the Black Panther movie and stuff like that. And so the mayor is like, they had to put out a, like a press release, like, guys, stop it's, calling us. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> it's just a movie. <laughs> or like people will call and say, Wakanda forever and hang up. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the best prank callers ever. That's so funny. But yeah, so I thought. If I, was, I would own it. Like I would just fucking just roll with it. Like I'd come out in a Black Panther suit, like I'm the mayor. <laughs> but yeah, apparently the mayor's never seen the movie because they're like they're, they Is keep calling because they're they're saying I'm assuming so they're, because they're just like yeah I'm guessing everything that they're calling is from the movie I don't know what they're talking about but I wish they would stop fucking calling yeah well, they, didn't don't, say, they didn't say he didn't say fucking but just like I wish they would stop calling they don't they don't play Black Panther in Illinois so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I mean I thought that was I thought that was funny but yeah guys so if you're out there. Call them. <laughs> or no, don't do it. You should totally do it. <laughs> uh, what else? So, uh, basically, uh, Michelle Obama tweeted about uh, Black Panther, saying that uh, it's about time black kids have a superhero that reflects who they are. And uh, saying that everybody, you know, everybody can relate to this movie and all the other stuff. And you know, whenever the Obamas say something, conservatives got to come out and like nitpick anything that they say. Yeah. And so, uh, basically, there was a conservative commentator uh, named D.C. McAllister who uh, said, uh, he said, Michelle Obama says it's about time black kids have a superhero that reflects who they are. Why didn't we hear this when Halle Berry as Catwoman was released years ago? Oh, my God. Wait, who, who said that? His name is DC McAllister. He's a conservative commentator. Okay, so does a conservative commentator mean internet troll? Because it's the same shit, shitty ass comments yeah, I find on the same, Instagram It's the same page. thing. <laughs> it's the same exact shit. It's the same. Like, I, I could have been in a comment on my Instagram page. I remember when I met you last week, like, there's, there's another conservative commentator named Ben, ben Shapiro. He's like, oh, Black Panther is the most important thing that happened happen to black people. What about yeah, the civil rights movement? It's like, come on, bro. Stupid ass comparisons. But, but, it, but hey, it's, what but about it's, that other thing that's not nearly as culturally relevant or mainstream from XYZ number of years ago? 
but it's what? even more Shut so because like Michelle Obama saying something. You know, that every time they have, every time the Obama say something, they always got to like when Michelle Obama tell people to drink more water. People came out against that. What do you t- don't tell me what the, if I want to drink soda? Don't tell me I need to drink more water. It's like I hate people. I hate people. So. <laughs> So in response to this, the writer of Catwoman came out <laughs> and said, uh, no, there's only one pussy that's black that's big right now. That's Black Panther. <laughs> no, he, he uh, but close enough. Yeah. John Rogers, he says, as one of the credited writers on Catwoman, I believe I have the authority to say because it was a shit movie dumped by the studio at the end of a, of a, of a style cycle Whoa. and has zero cultural relevance either in front of or behind the camera. This is a bad take, so feel shame. Uh, wait, and he's one of the writers for Catwoman? Yeah. The Halle Berry Catwoman? Yeah. Yo, that other person should kill themselves because he just got burned <laughs> by the Catwoman writer. And he's right as hell, too. So... Kill yeah. yourself. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> DC McAllister. But uh It's like are you dumb? What kind of comparison is that? Yeah, you didn't say anything about Catwoman. It's like fuck dude. It's like Cat you know Catwoman was terrible, right? It's like I wrote Catwoman and I can tell you right now you're a fucking idiot. And then on top of that, Catwoman it was only Holly Berry. That's what she I mean, was surrounded by white a bunch people. of white people. Even I don't think the lead was the lead male, but but that's what the no, guy the said. Lead, the lead male guy was Hispanic. Yeah, but that's what even the, the yeah that's what he's like. There was nothing relevant cult- culturally relevant behind, behind or in front of the camera. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. So, so what I, kind of comparison? It's just like that's a black one. Like it sounds so ignorant. That's a black one. That one was just as important. Same thing. Right? People mentioning like Blade. I'm like, yeah, it was just Blade in that movie. But but it's just to me. That that comment makes me so mad because I know it's coming from a person. And then that was 1998. <laughs> exactly, but it's coming from a person that one is not a minority, two is never having to experience the fact that they don't see themselves all the time. So it's coming from this really steeply based in ignorance and privilege, like mentality of like that's a black one. Why aren't you happy about that? That was one. And it's like, yeah. and you're so it's arrogant. Like you guys get your one. Yeah, you're so arrogant and dumb in your fucking opinion that you can't hear yourself and go. Well, this example I'm giving is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, why are you so excited? You got you had one that came out years ago, but it's like meanwhile. Yeah, yeah but meanwhile, you guys got the Avengers, the entire the, Avengers, the, the, the DC movies, the fucking like I said, Narnia, Middle Earth, at the Harry, time of the Avengers, Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, everything, all of it. But at the time of Avengers, it was only the Avengers and his, and Tony's one black friend. <laughs> like, that's, like there was no Sam or anything really. But even then, like the, the one black friend, the, he wasn't in the, he wasn't in the Avengers movie. It, like no, I said, he wasn't. It was just Nick Fury, and even Nick Fury wasn't a superhero, yeah, you, so they didn't use come, him bro. that much. Yeah, you can't come. But I have a war machine suit. Nah, you good? <laughs> you stay at home. <laughs> so, oh, that's so stupid. People are trash. Ugh, I hate people. More and more. <laughs> more and more. But uh, with that, uh, there's this uh, website called like SC Cinema, and they uh, released their like uh, pre pre order website or whatever of uh, the uh, Avengers Infinity War. Okay. And uh, no, CM Cinema at their uh, advanced screening times of uh, Avengers Infinity War. And so basically, uh, according to the website, if this ends up being true, the runtime for Infinity War is going to be two hours and 30 minutes, which Uh, makes it the longest MCU movie. Should be three hours. That's what I said. I was like, that's not long enough. It's got to be three hours. Even even BVS was, wasn't BVS like 245? The first cut? Yeah, the first cut. I don't remember. I, it might have been. I remember it was being dumbass long. Yeah, because it said the the other cut was over three hours. Yeah, 
and it's still fucking just okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, for Infinity War, I'm like, I want both Infinity Wars. What? Well, the fourth one isn't Infinity Wars, so whatever the fourth Avengers is called. But I'm like, both of those movies need to be like three hours. Agreed. Okay, that's interesting news. But also with that, there's also a rumor coming out that's saying that a new trailer is coming out on Tuesday. I don't know Ooh. how. Uh, Tuesday on Good Morning America. They're gonna premiere on Good Morning America. Oh, I guess it's just. I mean, morning. they do that. Yeah. A lot with trailers. I'm down for that. Like I think the first Black Panther trailer came out on Good uh, Morning America. They show more Wakanda. That's another thing. But, we really but talk me, about. I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it because well, I mean, because be I mean, bitch. remember, I mean, <laughs> you be on your own. Remember, bitch. Your, remember your complaint that you had with the Black Panther trailers? Like Show you saw all, you saw all the 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 beats okay. in the trailer. I'm like, I don't want, okay. I don't want to have that that moment. If it's a main trailer, it's fair game. I have to, and it's their fault for putting in shit that like it will ruin the experience if they do it. So I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to watch it. I'm gonna. You'll you're, be by yourself. You'll be the only lonely <laughs> motherfucker in the world not trash. watching Infinity War you're trash. <laughs> I'm going to have a better experience watching the movie, though. <laughs> no, nah, you think that. <laughs> no, I know that. <laughs> we didn't talk about that in the, when I was talking about Black Panther a second time. Just like the fact that Wakanda is like a character now. Like if anything happens to Wakanda in Infinity War and we know it's going to take place, at least one battle, in Wakanda. Like if Wakanda gets destroyed or something in Infinity War... You know how many tears black people everywhere are going to cry? <laughs> yeah. You just gave it to us. Yeah, you taking it away. You're ripping off the scab. <laughs> yeah, well, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Because, I mean, it's going to take, yeah, it's going to take place. One of the battles is going to be in Wakanda, so. Yeah. Like, I guess, and it just I makes guess, that. I guess Wakanda won't be forever. <laughs> but, uh, wow, well, but it, that's actually really funny. <laughs> but, um. It makes that last scene in the trailer so much more epic to me now. To have Wakanda at their back, like all, the, the entire nation ride or die with them as they charge in the battle is fucking dope. Fuck yeah. Wakanda forever! Until Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, moving on, uh, Sam Rockwell, who played Justin Hammer, he's saying he wants to come back for uh, future movies, which I, I, I want him to come back too. He said, of course, I have some great buddies in that franchise. Jeremy Renner is a good friend of mine. I'm pals with Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. is always fun. Would love to get me and Clark Gregg back in that franchise. Well, yeah, that's not happening. Clark, Clark, Clark Gregg isn't happening. Justin Hammer is not happening again, ever. I mean, he might, if, no, especially not. if they end up. He's going to be a cameo. That's it. Or cameo at best. Because, I mean, a, you got to think about they keep at, they keep likely. killing their They keep killing their villains. They need more villains, and he was a villain. They're not going to go back to Justin Hammer, bro. <laughs> they, need to, they need to bring him back. No. They sooner go back to Zemo before Justin Hammer. No, no. What do you mean, no? Zemo, Zemo was a much more effective villain than Justin Hammer was. Yeah, but his his villainy was more so about Tony and Cap. If they're gone... They're not gone. They're still around. But we don't know if they're going to renew their contract. The, at least one of those motherfuckers are coming back. If not Cap, then Captain America. I mean, then Iron Man or vice versa. One of them's coming back. I don't know. Maybe like, maybe not like, maybe not immediately. They'll come back eventually. I'm gonna throw it out there too. I'll, I'll never remember this, but if Zemo ever comes back, I'm gonna be like, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> yeah, I doubt Zemo. <laughs> He's got to come back with that purple mask. There's no way. I mean, unless they do another Captain America movie, I don't I see. I see him being. I don't see why they wouldn't have Zemo come back. Masters of Evil. Why wouldn't he? He'd be the perfect ringleader of a Masters of Evil movie. Give me Doom. <laughs> Doom? Yes. 
as mean, a, as, a over, as a overarching MCU villain. You don't need him as a Masters of Evil villain, though. No, I'm not talking about Masters. I'm just talking about a villain, overarching villain, MCU villain. Oh, yeah, as an overarching villain, sure. Why not? Yeah. But uh, someone, someone suggested um, Doom Wars for the next Black Panther movie. Not for the next one. That's just too soon. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because you already... Cause, Cause you gotta, you need to establish Doctor Doom first before you destroy Wakanda, and have Doctor Doom and Black Panther go at it. Like I need to know who Doom is in this universe. Yeah, that's a good point. You need a Fantastic Four movie first. Cause somebody also said that they should have Namor be the next villain for the for Black Panther. No, not a fan of that. Not a fan of that either. Cause again, cause Namor is technically Namor is technically a hero. He just does the Black Panther and him just clash. So I'm like, you need to establish Namor first before you have. Before you have him fight, you know, and pretty much send a tidal wave and destroy Wakanda. So, who would you have as a villain for Black Panther Two? If they can get it, give me Craven. If Sony, you really want them to fight? If Sony would allow it, give me Craven. Oh, I don't want to see that. I do. It looks so offensive. It's like a dude dressed a white guy dressed African shit. If you do it right, that you could make Uh, you could make that a point of the movie. I'm going to appropriate your culture. (laughs) You could make you could make that a point of the movie. It's too on the nose. (laughs) It's too on the nose. Nah, give me. Plus, he's not even a real threat compared to Black Panther. Craven. I mean, you can give him. He he has some type of strength, but he don't got no vibranium suit. No, but take the suit away. <laughs> ah, stupid. But I mean, and plus on top of that, he's not shooting him with projectiles or anything like that. He's just like maybe if he was like Jason it's like, it's Momoa. Just like, it's just like strength on strength. If it was Jason Momoa, and he had like vibranium weapons, so he could pierce his armor or something. Oh yeah, they, and he's just he, so he good because he does have a spear. So yeah. give him like he stole one of like the Dora Milaje spears or something like that. Oh, just, just the fact that he's like I appropriate culture. Because <laughs> I'm like, who else would be? Because like I said, they killed Claw. I don't know any other they Black Panther villains. The, Claw that's and Killmonger it. was it. That's it. Killmonger, Claw, and then uh, Craven. That's all. That's it. So I didn't even know Craven was a villain for him. In in a Christopher Priest run. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, and I don't uh, Ma- and Manape, but Manape, but based on what they did with the first movie, Manape's not going to be a villain. Yeah, he's going to be a friend of me. Okay. So I don't know, but uh, Chris McKay, the director of Nightwing, which is going to, I don't know if it's going to delay Nightwing or push it back. That shit ain't or, happening. The DC universe is not going. to It's going to die, nigga. I don't that know. shit's <laughs> over, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> It's over. Just <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying, according to based on this, I don't think Nightwing is gonna happen. But uh, Ben Joss, we left Batgirl. It's just over. You're, you're like spoiling my section. Oh, it's over. <laughs> you're like blowing my wad. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh he's being tapped to direct the uh Paramount Dungeons and Dragons movie. Okay. So I'm like, if he does, if, I mean, because going back to Nightwing, I'm like, if he does, the, if Dungeons and Dragons end up being successful. Of course, they want to want him to do the sequel. So it's like, when are you going to have time to do the Nightwing movie? I mean, according to him, he's like, he's still on board for Nightwing and he's still working with DC to do it. He's like, DC would have to fire me for me not to do this movie. But I'm like, but you're now doing Dungeons and Dragons. At this point, they need to just make Flashpoint. But I'm like, but even that, like Chris McKay doing Dungeons and Dragons, that gets me more a little interested in the movie because I liked his... I liked his work on like the Lego movie and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess so. So that gets me more interested. Uh, whatever, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> well, no, fuck you. Just, just, just make Flashpoint Justice League movie and have that reset the universe. But Flashpoint's not going to happen because they still don't have a director. 
I'm saying fuck that. Make it a Justice League movie. So Justice League Flashpoint. And just have it reset the universe and be done with it. I'm not even saying continue it after that. I'm just saying reset the universe and just put I know, it on I'm the saying shelf. I know you're saying just make it a justice, but I'm still I'm saying it doesn't even have a it doesn't have a director still. It's trash. This is all trash. The universe is trash. Aquaman's gonna be trash. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> Cause uh the two directors that they signed for it that that they were or they what they were talking to, they still haven't signed us they still haven't finalized the deal yet. So at this point, Flashpoint, and yet they still have it slated for coming out next year, which is not happening because they, like I said, they still don't have a director, which means they still haven't finished. They still haven't cast everybody else in the movie. They still got to f- flesh out the script. They still got to fucking shoot. So that movie's not coming out next year, even though it's still on the slate for next year. T R A S H. We're already in March. Trash, trash, trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, you're not gonna like this news either. But whatever. <laughs> So they finally cast one of the charmed ones for this charmed reboot. It's a white girl. I don't know what she, I'm like, she looks What? I don't know what she yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know what she is. She looks black, but then maybe not she I think she's mixed. What? I think she's mixed. Oh, she's definitely mixed. It's like they're like, we're gonna make her as ambiguous. Yeah, as she's possible. the most racially ambiguous, <laughs> which I'm like, I'm not a fan of that. It's like, oh, let's get some diversity points, but let's make her kind of white. But so then all of the sisters have to look like that, right? They're no, because they cast the second sister and she looks Hispanic. What's going on? Yes, I'm like, what's going on? What is going on? So yeah, so Sarah. What's, I just heard it. Sarah Jeffrey is uh, the the racially ambiguous, like the half black, half white. Uh, at least that's what she looks like. So she's we get, we never she's cast. To, yeah, she's been cast as the youngest sister. We never have to just cover this news again because this cast is trash, right? Yeah, and then not- yeah, and then Melody Diaz. She's she's cast as another sister. She looks Hispanic. So that's what I was like. I don't understand. What like I was do. barely interested in this shit anyway. Like, that's I didn't really I care like, about charm. I, mean, I I was a charm fan, so that, but uh, but. After Prue left, it was bullshit. What the way? No, I, no, I disagree. Bullshit. Season four, it was still good. Nope. Bullshit. But then... But <laughs> it's like se- Buffy. You rode that shit to the ground. <laughs> no, no, fuck you. Season four, season four was still good. Season five, it started to show, show its scar. But then after that, season six, seven, and eight, it was trash. I got some bad news for you. It was, it was trash before that too. No. It was, it was still good season four. Mm. Whatever. But yeah, like I don't get the... You got a half black, half white sister, but then you got like a fully Hispanic other sister, Hispanic. Their sister's gonna be dark as hell. So I'm like, I don't know who the third sister. The third sister's probably just gonna be a white girl. You should just made three different races, like black, Asian, white, and like. <laughs> but somehow. even then, it's like I don't. How does that work? Then <laughs> I don't know. We're all adopted. <laughs> We're adopted and charmed. But even still, it's like you get the whitest Hispanic girl. You get the whitest looking black girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of. Because Hollywood has a trend of doing that, casting racially ambiguous people, try to get the diversity points, but it's like, give me some, can, can we get a dark skinned woman? Like, whatever. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm still not interested in this based on that casting. I'm still, whatever. <laughs> but uh, moving on, Henry Cavill, because uh, he came out and uh, said, well, they said that he only has one more contract. Uh, in his uh, role as Superman but there's a rumor going around that it's uh, according it's it's, it's called this website called We Got This Covered I've never heard of them but they're reporting that uh, Henry Cavill is actually looking to extend his uh, deal as Superman with a get a new deal after his uh, 
because his last appearance is supposed to be Shazam. Yeah. But they're saying after that, he's looking at, he wants more appearances as Superman. Hmm. But I'm just like, God bless him. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so I mean, it, it shows that he loves playing the character. And even when he does interviews, like, it seems like he gets the character more than DC does. Yeah, he's, he's just waiting for his shot. <laughs> he's just waiting. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe hopefully this will get DC because I'm like, give him another movie. Like, stop fucking announcing Harley Quinn and Joker or the Gotham City Sirens or Batgirl or fucking uh the martin scorsese joker movie like give henry cavill another movie agreed like what is with this trash but speaking of more uh justice league movies which i'm like take this with a grain of salt but apparently there's a been a test screening for aquaman oh god okay best movie ever yep exactly because people are saying people are saying it was great Somebody else said... All the DC movies are great until they're not. <laughs> somebody else said it is a complete palate cleanser for the DC films oh, and what happened with the Zack Snyder movies. Oh, here we go. And they say, so this gives me high hopes for uh, this movie, uh, for uh, Shazam. And somebody else said it plays like Indiana Jones and puts Wonder Woman and Justice League to shame, which I'm like, whoa. <laughs> But they said shit like this about Justice they, League. Yeah, and they BBS said this about yeah, they said this about Justice Standing Ovation. Yeah, like all these movies. S- somebody else treatment. said it's the Star Wars of underwater action. Didn't Suicide Squad also get good reviews at first? It like, did. They all did. So I'm like, I don't give I don't trust you. And that's why I said take this with a grain of salt. Yeah, man. Big ass grain. I'm, f- I'm choking <laughs> on it. I got mass sodium intake right now. <laughs> Fucking high cholesterol. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying right now. <laughs> but yeah, they like I said, somebody else said it's the Star Wars of underwater of an underwater film. Star Wars of uh, you know how many air bubbles there are in this movie? Millions. Millions of well, air no, bubbles. Remember I'm you joking. Could, I'm I, just I joking. was going to say James Wan was like, uh, yeah, there's no, no air bubble. But I mean, at the same time though, Grant, Grant, I still need to see a trailer. I still need to see the movie. But the fact that it's James, it's James Wan and for them, like I love, I love the Conjuring movies. I love the first Saw because he did the first Saw. Yeah. Uh, Conjuring one and two, uh, he just fast, fast and furious seven. I enjoyed that. So I mean, hopefully DC and Warner Brothers didn't meddle in as much. So I mean, I'm kind of. I think I'm finally giving up. I think Justice League broke me. I think that thing that happened where I was like, you know, Justice League is not an amazing movie like I needed to be. I think I'm kind of done with DCEU. And even going back to what I said during Justice League, because like, I was like, Aquaman would be the first movie that we see like Jeff Johns' hands, like complete hands in the movie. So I'm yeah. like, so that kind of, so I think if Aquaman isn't good, then I'm done. I'm already kind of done. If Aquaman isn't good, then it's like the nail in the coffin. Like then it's like the coffins. The DCEU is already in the coffin, but that door is slowly <laughs> creaking closed. And if no, like bad, with me, <laughs> like with me, the DCEU is is in the ground, but the dirt's not the dirt's not in it. Like dirt's like not in it. <laughs> the dirt the dirt hasn't been poured. Or no, I'm in the coffin right now, but they has they haven't closed it yet. They haven't put you. me in the ground. Like right now, we're at the wake. We're at the viewing. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's so bad. All but if if, 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 if if Aquaman is bad, then that that the casket is closed and they put me in. They're putting me in the ground. Then I'm done. <laughs> Aquaman like, is bad. And you should feel bad. Like Henry Cavill, there there will be no dirt rising at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Fuck it. <laughs> there will be none of that. But <laughs> but this gets me in some. This gets me in some uh, Buffy resurrection right here. Okay. Sony has indefinitely delayed. Silver and black. <laughs> Indefinitely delayed? You mean canceled? 
basically but no <laughs> they they had to put it they had to put a nice spin on it it's delayed indefinitely okay you mean canceled which i don't understand why people say that it's just like it's canceled <laughs> i mean yeah, good that's what I, did i say exactly this last week i was like why is it still a fucking thing why but is I, it still i kind of feel like they should have did that with venom too but no they did it's, too, yeah, late it's too late it's already happened it's already emotion they tried to but it got out already yeah. <laughs> it escaped but silver and black is not happening which i'm like great like because uh, nobody wanted this shit in the first place yeah please don't like just don't don't <laughs> don't ruin your universe before it even fucking starts that's what they're trying to do but yeah going to uh the next dc uh movie that i said i was going to talk about in the news they're redoing the death of superman the animation style of new 52 and that's the first look first picture that they showed Wait, we already had that's it? why i said why are we doing this again we had a death superman movie already i know but they're doing it again but with the new 52 animation so they're gonna make it shit exactly <laughs> they're like you know what that first one that's that why that's why i said what <laughs> i said when we talk, that's why i said what i said when we talked about gotham gaslight i was like well hopefully this is a future then i was like oh never mind because i know what the next movie is <laughs> Maybe maybe it'll be entirely focused on the Doomsday fight because half of that movie was the Doomsday fight in the original. But guess what else? That's why. Um, yeah, I was like, why are we doing most this? Most of that movie was great. The ending was kind of eh, but most yeah, that most movie, of that movie was pretty good. Yeah, that's and, why I'm like, so why do we need another one? And they simplified it already. They didn't even do exactly Death of Superman with like the multiple Superman. They like they simplified. So it. I'm like, hope I'm mean, hopefully this one would focus more on like. After he dies, the other like still coming up in the ranks and yeah, because they didn't really do that. They do that at all. Uh, They they like changed it. Yeah, they brought him back in the black suit without. But they made it like a clone. Lex Luthor made a clone rather than it be those four Supermen that showed up. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe that's why they're redoing it to do it better, but do it more accurate. I guess maybe. We're we're assuming. Yeah, we're assuming. We're making a lot lot of assumptions. But no, they're just gonna read. They're just gonna retell BVS and animation form. <laughs> oh my god! Why would don't waste the animation? But uh, Dark Tower, which I didn't see the movie, but I didn't. I heard it didn't get great reviews. But yeah, like, I didn't hear good it's like one of Stephen King's best book. He calls it his magnum opus. Uh, okay. they're they're making a TV series of of Dark Tower, and it's gonna go to Amazon. So I'm curious about that. Because hopefully they can do it better in TV form, kind of no, like no Idris, no no Idris, of course not. <laughs> but I mean, that gets me excited about that because I mean, Dark Tower. I grant I never read the book, but I mean, I heard it was the series is pretty damn good, and they go more into like the uh, like the it creatures, like the 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 deadlights and the the turtle, the turtle creature. Yeah, what that's his greatest. That's his greatest weakness. They go more into that in the Dark Tower universe. So the fucking turtle. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully it goes the route of like Buffy, where the Buffy movie wasn't that good, but then it became a TV series, and it was better. So, Dark Tower, Amazon, look for look 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 for that, guys. Woo! Uh, I already mentioned this. Flashpoint doesn't have a director. Avatar: The Last Airbender. After ten plus years, it's finally coming to Blu-ray this summer. Wow. Okay. Which I'm like, okay. Why did it take this long? But it's going to, uh, if you want to pick it up, you got to go to Best Buy first because okay. it's only going to be in Best Buy stores on May 1st. But then it's going to become available nationally in like Amazon and all that other stuff on June 5th. And it's retailing for forty four ninety nine. 
And this is going to be the complete series box cover. No, oh, it looks dope. Yeah. Ho- I'm hoping it has uh, more special features than the DVD release because I'm like, I already got the DVD release. Granted, y'all know it's Blu-ray. It's going to be higher definition, but it's like... Crazy. It took this long for it to come out. It's, yeah, 10 plus years. I'm like, why is it taking this? That's why I'm like, I hope they have more special features, yeah. like a 10-year anniversary or whatever special nope. special commentary shit I'll be sure to pirate that <laughs> uh, uh another movie which i didn't i didn't know they were doing this but apparently there's going to paramount because paramount's looking for a franchise they keep throwing shit out there okay. but they really they said uh november 15th 2019 a sonic the hedgehog movie is coming out Sonic the Hedgehog. Live action? No. Animated. Oh, thank God. Okay. At least is that. <laughs> can you imagine a live action Sonic? Like, yeah, I can actually. That's why I was like scared. What would that What would that even be? The, the, the be modern like the, games like the, are like... It'd be like the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. The modern games are almost like that where they have like these weird human hedgehog world hybrids. Like, or like weird. the Emoji movie, which was live action. With, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think that was also Paramount. Yeah, actually. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, November fifteenth, twenty nineteen. I'm I didn't even know that was. I'm like, so shouldn't there be a trailer now? No, what's the point? It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> like, it's like why why alert the fan base that it's gonna be shit? Like just just wait as long as possible. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but uh, my hero the My Hero Academia movie that's coming out. They actually released an official. Uh, date of when it was coming out all they really said was just summer or this year but okay. uh now the official date that it's going to go live is going to be july 27th of this year cool the my hero academia movie awesome uh they didn't say i need my fix it's been too long they didn't say what it was going to be released on like if it's going just crunchy roll or how they're going to release it but yeah, January, July 27th. I'm excited about that. However it gets released, I'm going to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree. However it gets I'm released. Gonna get I'm going to that shit. Yeah, I'm not I even hope t- they do. It'd be awesome if they did like a limited theater release like they did for the Dragon Ball movie. That'd be cool. I would love to see that. I'd do that in Movie Pass. Hell yeah. Because at first I was like, I'm not going to go pay for that. Then I was like, oh, I do Movie Pass. <laughs> I paid for Dragon Ball. That was yeah, before Movie Pass. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Hey, I like. I, I I actually really enjoyed seeing. And him. I did, especially considering like I wasn't that that big of a fan of Resurrection F. I, I really liked it in the theater, actually. Mm, I'm talking about the movie itself. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying. Look, Dragon Ball is not a good series. Okay, it's, it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> no, why Dragon Ball Super isn't a good. Dragon Ball is a good series. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z is, but Super is not. And good. Dragon Ball. Yeah, and Dragon Ball. I guess I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of Dragon Ball, but it's good. But yeah, since you already blew my news load, I'm still going to mention it anyway. But Joss Whedon is uh, off of Batgirl. Let me ask you this, man. How did you feel about this news? Because people, let me read his quote, though. But my y'all niggas were all excited as fuck when, when Joss Whedon was put on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me read his quote, though. Now all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, thank God he's off. I'm like, that, when he was on, everybody was like, oh, yeah, Joss Whedon can't wait. Like, there were the diehard Zack Snyder fans or like, you know, this. DC fans in general are like, oh, Marvel, fuck him, get away. But like in general, it was positive. But now it's like, oh, now all of like the him being a uh, what you call it, a misogynist and all this scandal bullshit. That's mm-hmm. all coming out. But it's like, man, kick a man when he's down because y'all, y'all did not say this shit when he was put on this. But now he's off. It's like, hooray. 
Yeah, this is his quote. Batgirl is such an exciting project at Warner Brothers in D.C., such collaborative and supportive partners that it took me months to realize I really didn't have a story. That's the fucking quote. <laughs> he says, I'm grateful to Jeff and Toby and everyone who was so welcoming when I arrived. So and so understanding when I uh, is there a sexier word for failed? No, <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, I don't believe this shit one bit, one iota. Like, I don't believe that they brought Joss Whedon on to do a Batgirl movie. I think they just did it to like spin I'd make a positive spin for like basically them firing Zack Snyder, which is what we found out later on that he got fired. So firing Zack Snyder to bring on Joss Whedon. Like, so they're just like, oh yeah, we're actually bringing him on to do Batgirl. But oh, now because of this problem that Zack Snyder is having with his family, let's let's put him on justice. Like, they, I think it was just a way for them to spin it. Like, I had no doubt that they were going to do a Batgirl movie. Because for Je- for Z- for Joss, that's we- how you think they were spinning it? That's yeah, because for like Joss, we didn't say, "Oh, it took me f- several months, and I couldn't come up with a story." I'm like, I don't believe that shit one bit. Because- I thought the other way, where I thought that he did have a story, but he's saying he didn't. He didn't because of the fallout with Justice League, and because of that backlash, DC is removing him from the project. But he's just saying he didn't have a story to do, like you know publicly say face, and they're not going to come out and say that. You know, yeah, because I was going to say, like, I highly doubt talking about he had months to come up with a story because I'm like, he came up with Cabin in the Woods in like two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, you got months, bro. And your, your excuses, I don't even have a story. And he's a comic like, book what? guy. And he's a comic book guy. Like, he's written like event, uh, Astonishing X-Men and stuff like that. So I'm like, I highly doubt he doesn't have a story. That's Yeah, I don't, I don't so believe I, that. I don't, I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I didn't believe this movie was going to happen, even even when he was on it. I mean, but yeah, all the people that talk I didn't about- either, but at the same time, this was probably of all the movies that I know DCE probably isn't going to make. This was one of the ones where I was like, well, Joss Whedon's on it. So this one will probably happen. And because it's also it's Batgirl. So it's within, you know, a dart's throw of Batman. I figured this would be like one of the ones that did happen. But whatever, it's the DCEU. But so. but yeah, going back to what you were saying about all the people that are all excited, they're just they're only saying that because they don't like the way they for some reason they attribute Justice League's failure to Joss Whedon. But yeah. it's like Give me that Snyder cut. Like, man, it's Which the same doesn't exist, movie, but it's basically. like But it's like even without Joss Whedon, like it's not like you don't already have like like past his prologue like you already had Man of Steel which was already divided mm. that was all Zack Snyder BVS was all Zack Snyder that was heavily divided so uh, it's like you think just be, you think if Justice League was just Zack Snyder like people people make like these weird assumptions like if Justice League didn't if Zack Snyder never left Justice League would have been ama- it would have been amazing yeah. but it's like you already had two movies with was that was all Zack Snyder and they weren't uh, well, maybe for you they well, were amazing the but for the rest of everybody else they wasn't amazing but to a certain extent in this one case they there is some truth to that that claim because there are things that would definitely have been better in the original vision Zack Snyder had and at least in some ways it would have tied together BVS Man of Steel and Justice League more so than it did. It but you can't felt- necessarily blame Joss for that. That's just on the fact that no, it's no, 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 no. I'm not blaming Joss. They had two saying- different directors. Well, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everybody else. But I'm just, I'm just trying to speak for those people that do feel like they want like a Snyder cut and they should have left the Snyder's own devices. It's just because, yeah, it might not have been amazing. I mean, an amazing movie. It, it might not. No, it definitely wouldn't have been an amazing movie. But at least in some ways, would have been better. As a movie, 
You know what I'm saying? But yeah, overall, because you got yeah. a movie with two different directors and two different. Vi- it's not like it's, it's not like even the, two. It's, it's two people. It's not and like then it's the Russo. It's not like it's the Russo brothers where they're two different directors, but they're on the same page, or the or the the Wachowski sisters, mm-hmm. where they're on the same page now. They're and they're a, a sister duo. It's like they're way. They're, yeah, they're not even on the same page. So it's like that's the biggest problem with Justice League, and then all the the, the fuckery that the studio had. <laughs> so. We, yeah, I'm like whatever. Give me, I don't want. And then on top of that, like people seem to forget. It's like, oh yeah, Joss Whedon ruined Justice League, but it's like, don't forget that it's Joss Whedon that created the mo- the two, the two highest grossing superhero movies of all time, Avengers and Avengers: Age of Ultron. Say what you will about Age of Ultron, it still made, you know, a shit stupid money. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I said, the two highest grossing superhero movies of all time. Yeah, agreed. But whatever. So uh, moving on with that, still still on Joss Whedon news. He he might be leaving Batgirl, but he's coming back for season twelve of the Buffy comics. What? Not just for one arc, because I remember I, I talked about that he's writing the Giles comic. Yeah. But and it's apparently he's not uh, just doing that one arc. He's coming back and helping to write the entire uh, season twelve comics. Not the he's not writing every episode, but he's co-writing with the uh, with the current writer, uh, Christos Gage, and this will be his first time writing the comics since uh, season nine. So I'm excited about that. Him coming back to the comics and writing Buffy again. So that that'd be great. And season season twelve is supposed to come out. Hooray. Uh, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Hooray. I'm sure everyone cares. <laughs> Everybody cares. Season 12 of Buffy. The Buffy comics are supposed to come out. Why is somebody calling me right now? No, decline. Uh, season 12 is supposed to come out June 20th of this year. So for you Buffy fans, get excited. Yay. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. I'm getting those comics. Uh, also, some more Buffy news. Okay. Buffy is uh coming out, which I'm getting this. It's coming out with a kids a, a picture book for kids. Which part of me is like, I don't get how that works because she's killing demons and stuff like that. But okay, I'm gonna get it. Picture book. It's uh coming out on uh hold up, what's the date uh, for bed? You know, picture bedtime stories and all that other stuff for uh Buffy's 21st anniversary, which is this year, which is this year. And it's supposed to come out September 4th. I'm sure all three people in the audience care. <laughs> a lot of people care. I care. I'm getting that picture book. Uh, yes. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, so uh, winding down. So a couple of comic books. I'd say. <laughs> shut the fuck up. A couple of comic books have been canceled, which I'm like, I don't get it. So Super Sons has been canceled. Okay. They're canceling uh, after the 16th issue, which I don't get. I heard it's good. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, good. I've been reading it. Not only is it good, but it's been selling. It's been selling like pretty well. So I'm like, what the fuck is it getting canceled for? Okay. But I think I think part of it has to do with like uh, Brian Michael Bendis taking over the. He's basically taking over the Superman universe. So I guess because of that, that's why they're canceling. Because they're they're also canceling. Also with that, they're canceling Supergirl as well. And Supergirl's been sell, selling pretty well, too. Okay. So I don't know why, but yeah, but I think I, I think it has to do with Bendis. But uh, more DC news. They released the first look of Brainiac for Krypton. Oh, I've seen it. It's badass. It looks great. Yeah. I'm like, 
the people that made this should have should have designed Doomsday. Because <laughs> this this look this looks very comic book accurate. So this actually piques my interest of of Krypton a little bit more. I like the idea of the Brainiac premise in Krypton, but it's just like if there's no Superman. But yeah, you're fighting Brainiac without Superman. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like. But just but just the just how he looks, it makes me a little bit more interesting. Kind of like how we felt about uh Titans. Yeah. But uh what else? Oh, uh Jessica Chastain. She's in she's now in talks to play Beverly for the It sequel. Jessica Chastain. This oh. is what she looks like. Oh, okay. She's now she's now here. So a lot of, a lot I mean, even during the It movie, a lot of people were saying either her or Amy Adams. And so it's looking like it might be her. So yeah, Amy Adams looks way younger than that. But yeah, Jessica Chastain for uh, Beverly. That'd be cool. Cool. So, as you know, the Lion King movie is coming out. The live action one? The live action Lion King movie. Okay. And this is going to be trash, but they're taking out a lot of the original songs. and making, What the fuck? And making new songs for the movie. They better be better. <laughs> they better be like so much better. They better like, like blow why? me away. <laughs> the, only ones that they're keep, the only ones that they're keeping are Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Hakuna Matata. Uh, I just can't wait to be king and circle of life. So what are they losing? Be prepared. Oh, that was a great song. They're also adding. Be prepared. What? This is from the Broadway musical. They're not there. They were going to include it, but they're not taking it. But this is the morning report. Oh, I hate that song. You didn't like that song? I hated that fucking song. I like that song. <laughs> oh, it's unnecessary. The morning report. Oh, I that stupid. The song was cute. No. Uh, the, also, the song with uh, Simba. Uh, hey, da, hey, no, hey, da, hey, oh, I love that song. Hey, no, hey, that's going to be in it? No, it's not going to be in it. Oh. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was saying. Like They're taking out all these songs. And they're adding. Wait, a, no, that's the sequel song. He lives in you. Hey, yeah. Well, in the, hey, no, yeah. well, in the Broadway musical. In the really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's in the sequel. Oh, well, I don't know, but it's in the Broadway. They musical. use that instead of the Circle of Life song. He lives in me. But yeah, they're not. He because, watches over. But but of course, because it's everything Beyonce, is, right. they're adding they're adding a song for Beyonce, which I'm like, whatever. Uh, I'm like, isn't can? that? Can you feel the love tonight? No, they're giving her her own song. Her own song. Now it's <laughs> yeah. got a whole song. By she herself. has her own whole old song. But my story is more I mean, I mean important. they but they did, they did the same thing with Dream Girl. Which never mind. You didn't see Dream Girl, nope. so I'm like, you're fucking trash. But I mean, yeah, they had, I to give, losing, they had to give her her own song. You're losing Scar solo, and you're gaining a Nala solo. Uh, I guess. Anyway, the final three bits of news. Would you like to see? Because uh, uh, it's been a while. Would you like to see another Avengers and Justice League crossover in the comics? Yeah, why not? Well, so does why would Scott, I be like, no? Like, no. Well, so does Scott Snyder and Jason Aaron. They both tweeted that, I mean, it's up to DC and Marvel, but they basically said that they want to do a Justice League and Avengers crossover because it's been a while. Been a while? Okay. Like, so maybe if enough people say, because since they're the writers, since Scott Snyder's taking over Justice League and Jason Aaron's taking over Avengers... Maybe if enough people like demand it, good. Make it fucking big as hell. Especially since we have a new, uh, cause the cause the main the main reason why they said it didn't happen because the uh, DC and the editor, the original editor of chief, uh, Aaron, 
whatever the fuck his name is. I can't think of his name. But they didn't get along. But now we have a new editor-in-chief, C.B. Sabluski or whatever. So maybe that'll change some things around and we'll get another crossover. Cool. Make it big and then have the movies copy it. <laughs> That's the way it goes nowadays. But also with that, now that we got the new editor-in-chief of... Uh, of Marvel, Marvel's doing another like reboot again, which I'm like Civil War, Secret Wars like just happened. Okay. They like just rebooted. Now they're doing a reboot again. Too many events. But okay. They're like they're like canceling a bunch of books. They're shuffling around a bunch of teams. Now there's a new Avengers team, and it's going to consist of basically they got rid of all the black people, or <laughs> <laughs> right, and like Kamala Khan and stuff like that. Okay. So now the team is going to consist of Black Panther. They got to have Black Panther. Yeah, he's 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 so hot right now. So the, the only two diverse, quote unquote, diverse characters is going to be uh, Black Panther and Robbie Reyes. Okay. Uh, Ghost Rider. Okay. And then it's going to be Thor. So he gets his hammer back, Odin's son, because he has the hammer back. Yeah, I think that Nellie, uh, Nellie Portman, that uh, Jane Foster's probably going to die or yeah, something. Yeah, she's supposed to die or something. Uh, then uh, She-Hulk, but she looks like jacked as fuck. She's not like the regular... <laughs> she ate the other she hulk yeah she she or she ate the hulk <laughs> so uh black panther robbie reyes ghost rider uh odin son thor he's back uh captain marvel she hulk and uh yeah that's it okay this is the avengers the avengers okay whatever <laughs> so i'm like i don't give a fuck dude it's the comics like <laughs> it's gonna change next week and this team is gonna be like gone by like next month whatever <laughs> But I'm like, right. I mean, but yeah, they're canceling a whole bunch of books and just gonna focus on like Spider Man. Miles Morales is still gonna be around, but like, I think he'll, he'll can, be around. I think they canceled Jessica Jones and like they canceled a lot of books. All trash. All right. But final bit of news. This gets me excited, and hopefully this means that we're gonna get a action figure of her. But Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is becoming a live, well, not live action, but it's becoming a, a animated. Uh, Disney series and it's going to be uh, produced by Lawrence Fishburne oh well okay and, and it's going to be on Disney XD so I mean that gets me excited because like I said there when we talked about like Static Shock and how we never really get cartoon characters starring us and stuff like that mm-hmm. especially kids so I mean she's going to I going to be like a cartoony comedy kind of thing oh well, yeah yeah I mean going to Disney XD yeah. so alright sounds one, cool one girl on Devil Dinosaur animated series whatever it takes to make moon girl devil dinosaur more mainstream even though i haven't read anything from them i just know of them yeah I just, I, all i know is they kind of like with shiri's the smartest person in the mcu moon girl is the smartest person in the comics that's another thing we need to talk about having to do with um riri and shuri since now that shuri's so big in the in the, the movies like the possibility of, but I mean, even with that argument, or, people are like, oh, people don't, people don't know who Riri is. So it's like to make her Iron Man. People love Shuri, but it's like, but you didn't know who Shuri was until you knew who Shuri was. That's so not it's the like, argument. At least that's not the smart version of the argument. But, but that's what people's argument. It's like now that people, everybody knows who Shuri is now. But then you introduce a Riri, nobody knows who the fuck she is. But I'm like, but if you introduce a Riri, if you introduce Riri and like say like the War Machine movie that I mentioned, and then establish her as like you get you introduce yes. her, you if introduce there's her. There's a War Machine movie. Yeah, I'm like, you, or, or not even just a War Machine movie, but it's like you intro, introduce Riri, introduce. introduce her first in a movie, and then get people to love her, just like you introduce Shuri and got people to love her and then you spin her but you, you connect her somehow to Tony Stark 
And then you could say she's the new Iron Man. Look at the way you're phrasing all this. If you get people to love her as much as they love Shuri, like the, the 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 real argument is the safe bet. And really, in terms of character development, if Iron Man does die in Infinity War, with how much time we have left, there's no way to introduce a character that will take his mantle that hasn't already been introduced as of as of right now. So just in terms of like the logistics of the MCU. You have the exact same problem that Riri had in the comics, where you're literally introducing this random character out of fucking nowhere just to take but the didn't you, But didn't you just say he's coming back? He's not leaving. He's coming back. What are you talking about? When I talked about them uh, not coming back for other movies, it was like, they're going to come back. They're going to renew their contract. Now you're saying there's no time because he's about to die. I said either Captain America or Iron Man. I think Iron Man is the one that's going to die, though. I, I, th- I think so. I hope so. I don't want Captain America. <laughs> I feel like it's it's more effective for Iron Man to be the one to die. It's just it's, it's arc. It makes more sense for him to die here. But regardless, assuming he does die, if he doesn't, then this is a different conversation. But if he does die, as of right now, the only person that would work is Shuri. Because yeah, you could introduce some, you could shoehorn somebody in Infinity War, or even if there was a movie between Avengers three and four. And you shoot Horde and Riri in there, like you're. Well, I know Captain Marvel is supposed to come out between three and four. I don't know if any, really anything. I don't know if anything else. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not talking about Riri. I'm just saying in terms of movies coming out between three and four. Yeah, I'm just saying like you have the same problem in the comics where you introduce her just to become the person that takes Iron Man's mantle and it won't feel earned. At least within the context of the MCU, Shuri makes the most sense right now. But as would a it be earned Iron for Man her to just randomly show be like, because what, as of right now, what connection does she have? It's just that she's smart, but it's like, if she's so smart, we why would she build an Iron Man suit? We haven't seen She can make something else. She can make a better Iron Man suit. Black Panther suit is basically an Iron Man suit just with less abilities and, and more durable. But if you make vibranium Iron Man suit, and I'm saying because I mean because because if because if you think about it, I don't know if you noticed this when you saw the movie, but there's a third Black Panther suit in the back. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't she wear? She she could just put that on. But she's not an Iron. She's not at least in the movie in the comics. She's not. The, she's not the same character in the comics as she is in the MCU. She's not a Black Panther type fighter. Even in Black Panther, you saw what she her her weapon of choice. Wow, I didn't even think about this actually. Her weapon of choice was basically repulsor blasters. Yeah, that's true. Come on. <laughs> she didn't go for like a, a spear or a sword or claws. She's not a fighter. She's a scientist. So she'll use gadgets. And she used repulsor blasters, basically. So I'm saying in Infinity War, I, it's so. And you could, they might not do it, but it seems like a waste if they don't I wonder have what, Shuri. I wonder what our guest host, Riri, thinks about it. <laughs> I'm going to be like, sorry, Riri. You need to be Shuri. <laughs> but. <clears throat> Uh, I'm trying to thought again, man. You always do that. <laughs> you always just interject. No, you, need, you need to have a steel trap. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, something about Shuri and Riri. Her 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 beings are repulsor blasts or whatever. Blasts. What the fuck yeah, is a blasts? I said that. Um. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> whatever. It was a salient point. I fucking hate you. Apparently, it wasn't that salient if you forgot it. <laughs> fucking uh. Oh, oh just the, the fact that uh, in, in Infinity War, like, it would be a missed opportunity if they don't have Tony Stark and Shuri. Like, you need a way to beat Thanos. You're going to have a moment where you have all the world's brightest minds coming together. Kevin Feige's already confirmed that Shuri is the smartest person in MCU. So it would make no sense if you don't have Iron Man and Shuri in the same room as in Infinity War at some point. And if they do, 
those two characters together are going to banter like a motherfucker. And if they do a thing where he takes a liking to her in the same way Han Solo took a liking to Rey, right there you have chemistry. And all you have to do in the next... If Iron Man does die in Infinity War, guess what? post credit scene, he gets a, le- a letter sent to Shuri in Wakanda. It's a little hologram of Tony Stark. He's like, I want you to be the next Iron Man. Boom. Cue Iron Man 4. Like, that's such a better way than it's just, here's another random black girl who's also really smart. And I know it's really redundant, but here's another one. And now we're going to make her the new Iron Man. Like, it's it's too little too late to do that. I'm, I'm like, sure he exists. People will love her. Like, why wouldn't you combine those two characters? And we they, they combine and change characters in MCU all the time. So it's like, fuck it. Yeah, she's not Riri, but she's Shuri. And she's not the Shuri in the comics, so why not? I want Okoye to beat the Black Panther in the MCU. Not Shuri. Yeah. Okoye whooped ass. <laughs> she w- did. Without a heart shaped herb. She did. <laughs> Give that bitch super strength. <laughs> she over here fucking like sliding on car roofs and shit with her spear. Like imagine that bitch is a Captain America powers. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like your premise. You sold me. Yeah, okay, good. Because I'm just, I don't know, I've had people, I've argued people online about this too. I'm just like, I've seen the other argument where it's like, I'm just still just why like, take away? Part of me, I'm still a just black female. That's what I'm saying. I still, I still kind of feel like, but you're still erasing. Yeah. We, don't, we don't. We already don't have that many as 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 it is, and now you're erasing. You're erasing one of us. Yeah. So that's 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 really my. But I mean, I agree. I agree completely with your with your with your uh with your premise that's but that's just where i'm coming at it as i'm just like we already don't have that many as it is so like to erase one just to give it to somebody else like why can't you just why can't we have two yeah it's just the way they said why can't we have two smart black women in stem i don't know but i mean but but yeah for but what you said it makes it makes more sense I mean, I feel like even Reed, Reed Richards and Tony Stark are or like have, characters. Or like have Shuri be Iron Man temporarily and then she mentors Riri. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then just have have, have Shuri eventually, have Riri eventually take over and have her go like, I need to go Plus, be, I need to go be queen of Wakanda. Plus, beyond all that though, I don't really want a female character named after Rihanna in the MCU. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not Rihanna. That's not her phone. Her actual name is Riri. No, but I mean, she's named after Rihanna. Is she? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's that's canon. Like, I mean, not in the canon of the the universe, but uh, she was named after Rihanna. I don't like that. I don't want to fuck her. <laughs> I take that, I take yeah, that you back. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to eat. <laughs> I take it back. I take. Sorry, Riri. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, and Riri. I mean the guest host, host guest host. What? What? Ghost, go, what? <laughs> guest host. Ghost. Guest host. What? Whatever, I don't fuck it. It's Space late. Ghost, it's Ghost, late. Ghost. It's almost one o'clock. <laughs> All right, but yeah, Riri, hit me up. Send me an email. Let's let's get it popping. We're gonna get on a, a episode together sometime in the near future. Everybody, send in emails as well if you've ever left a review. That way, you have to keep re-reviewing over and over again every week. Don't be like guys and send a, like an essay, a thesis paper of a review. I had to read in the iTunes review section. I'm now, not gonna do that again. That's crazy. For now, on, people, you're gonna uh, for the next next time we have to do a co-host. Cause I mean it's like what the third time now that the last one we put in the randomizer ends up being them. Yeah. So now everybody's gonna wait. Yeah. I'm not gonna review shit. They're not gonna the review. They're not gonna leave a review, and then it's like we get no reviews until it's like the deadline, and everybody tries to be the last one. It's <laughs> like we got two reviews because everybody tried to wait to the la- be the last one. I mean, it's a fucking randomizer. Whatever. <laughs> it's not a very good randomizer apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been the episode for the week. It's been Blur Vision with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. They call me Chella, King Mori.
I'm stellar. Vibranium, no problem. By the truck, low, we got him. I got way more than a dollar. I'm trying to be a better king than my father. I'm trying to be a better king with storm. Both ways, we gon' rain on y'all. We gon' rain on y'all. Yeah. Ooh yeah yeah, ooh yeah yeah, ooh yeah yeah, ooh yeah yeah, ooh 